and welcome to another episode of The Terror Table, a horror movie podcast presented by the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. My name is Mitch, and I am your host, and today we are talking horror-inspired superhero films, and there was no way that I wasn't going to invite my friends Brent Hibbard and Stephen Fisher along for the ride. Stephen and Brent are the hosts of the hilariously fun Let's Talk About Stuff podcast. I've been a listener of Let's Talk About Stuff for a few years now, and these dudes are seriously some of my favorite voices on the internet. I apologize in advance for anyone who doesn't particularly like our super high-energy episodes, but sometimes you just get a lethal dose of the having a good times. I think that's... But anyways, this conversation kicks off with Stephen and Brent sharing their history with the horror genre, which leads into some thoughts on some recently viewed flicks, and then we of course close things out with main feature discussions on Chronicle and Brightburn. But before we get to the episode, we'd like to share a few words from this week's sponsors. Direct West is a proud partner of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Is marketing getting in the way of running your business? Direct West has a local expert team right here in Saskatchewan that will work with you to build your website exactly how you imagine it. Let them help you improve your online presence and head to directwest.com to learn more. We'd also like to remind you all that you can save 10% off your next order from FrightRags.com by using the promo code TerraTable10 at checkout. So visit Fright-Rags.com and grab yourself some new horror gear. But anyways, it's time for the episode. Roll the clip! And fuck, that's a crazy... That's all Marvel behind you? No, these are windows. Uh, double paint. <laughs> double paint. Um, I don't like to brag, but there's some type of weird gas that's like iridescent or whatever. Is there so, snow on the roof there? It does look like snow over there. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's... That right there is... That's, those uh, are blinds? Now, that's what we call the sky. Now, the sky has a lot of invisible air in there for you to breathe, mainly cow farts at this point, but you can breathe it into your lungs and then fart it right out your own body oh, wow. and replenish the air. And we're doing it. Welcome to the Terror Table, boys. So today, joining the Terror Table, yeah, I, I have a big list of, of guests that I wanted to get to. It's been a long time coming, but like we've officially exhausted all of our other options. Uh, we have no more guests left to have, so we have now officially hit rock bottom. Uh, we are at the bottom of the barrel. So without further ado, everyone give a big warm welcome to Stephen Fisher and Brent Hibbard from Let's Talk About Stuff. Hey, Bottom of the barrel, bottom of the U.S. as well. I'm in Oklahoma. Stephen is in Ooh, Texas. Here deep. we are. Um, Adobe F Flash Player has decided, hey, now's the time to install a thing. Um, I'm just going to remind me later we'll on that. We'll be back one. later. We're not even, even going to worry about that. But uh, yeah, so that was all. I, I was going somewhere with it, but Adobe ruined it. So mm -hmm. back to you. <laughs> start right. Steven, Steven, how are you doing? Say hi to the, the say hi, T-Bags. Oh, hello, uh, tea bags. Uh, I do love tea bags, so uh, get on my face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you meant, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Uh, but no, for real, I am so, so happy to have Stephen and Brent here from Let's Talk About Stuff. We've kind of become podcasting friends over the last couple of years, and by that I mean like 
we'll tweet roast each other and uh, sub talk about each other. Well, I guess it's mainly you guys who just talk about me on your show and yeah. point out our inconsistencies yeah. with our, our episodes. Yeah, I was going to say it's nice to be here on episode 208 slash 206. Um, very <laughs> exciting. Um, look, I, uh, I'm a listener of the show. Um, and it's, uh, I've been thinking about this all day. I had a, an, an especially shitty day at work, but oh. the only thing that got me through this was I couldn't find anything to kill myself with, but also, <laughs> uh, knowing that I was going to get to talk to both of you guys today. So very happy to be here. And, uh, I did take some time today to, well, you know what? Let me just lay this on you. You know, this, this is the first time that Stephen and I have ever appeared on an international podcast. And, uh, mm. I just want to say, Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Right? That's correct. You, you nailed, nailed it. it. Perfect. Nailed it. Steve, yeah, you're an honor, in your head. honorary <laughs> ca- Canadian citizen at this point. We did it. You, look, hey, all right. you, you've gone so long without having a brown person on this show. You know, I knew that was going to come Diego, up. <laughs> you know, Lana was representing a little bit. Now it's me. Now it's me. I'm here to just drag everything down into the toilet again, where brown stuff is. But I'm a I'm a big time listener. Let's talk about stuff. I love your guys' show, and it is oh, just man. because I love you guys. I'm so happy that we've gotten to know each other over the years. If you want to explain it to our listeners, what is Let's Talk About Stuff? I want more people listening to Let's Talk About oh. Stuff because you guys are legitimately hilarious, and your chemistry together is just like you can't you can't make that shit up. And I, I love how you guys weren't really friends before you started podcasting together. Is is that true? Well, like I, just you... wanna, I mean, it's a stretch to say we're friends now. Uh, some would say. Some would say. Um, I was going to say it starts I, with a stretch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We we both like to get what we call prone goatsy uh, yeah. edition whenever we record. I think that we have good chemistry because, like, once you've been inside someone, you know. <laughs> You just you really know them. You really know them. Exactly. So it's like uh, when you attach a suction cup to another suction cup and then you just like pull real hard. It's like, are they magnets or are they just like plastic? You don't know. You don't know what this is. Yeah. Either way, you guys are like a Chinese finger trap of podcasting because you guys have trapped me. I am. uh, I am. You got me in your sights and I've just become in love with the show. I listen to it every week. And uh, even the episodes where you guys just have like I just love when it's just people bullshitting. And mm-hmm. it takes a lot, though, like you're you're asking a lot of a lot from an audience to start listening to two people from who knows where who don't have like an established body of work. You're you're you don't have you're not a horror show. You're not a just mm-hmm. movie show. You're not a comic book show. You do everything. And that's asking so much for people to, you know, take a chance on you guys. Sure. But I'm so happy that I did. And uh, I know that there's going to be a ton. Of, hopefully people check you guys out after this and hear how awesome you guys are on the mic. And yeah, I've been looking forward to this all week. I've been so stoked, but I know that like I'm intimidated as hell by Brent because that guy's energy, <laughs> <laughs> your, your energy. Uh, I'm just like, I'm going to work it out. Up. Look, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right You've been now, running to golden girls. My, my, yeah, I've been running to golden girls. Just like picturing Estelle Getty, you know, <laughs> Steven's on my back with a, uh-huh. with a fishing pole, Estelle Getty's corpse is hanging from it just directly in front of my face. I just, I'm just running, just run, doing those reps, doing those reps. I'm picturing like, Steven been... as Yoda on your back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Normally it's the other way around, but yes, in this case, very much so. <laughs> but, uh, hanging out there on Dagobah. Um, but, uh, I will say that, uh, tonight's podcast is, uh, slightly fueled by Bullet 
rye whiskey. Um, look, I had a <laughs> rough day at work, you know? Yeah. Hey, man, I'm right face. there with you. I'm drinking vodka because I'm trying to shed a couple LBs. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, I want to be a... I want to be that alcoholic who I, I still want to drink, you know, but I'm drinking. Uh, yeah, it's it's vodka and bubbly. Do you guys have bubbly in the States or buble? Oh, like the uh, Michael Buble. Yeah, the Michael Buble drink. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I love that. It's like his sweat. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's I got, sparkly. I don't know why. It's weird. Yeah, it's pineapple buble. I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, uh, flavored water bubbles. <laughs> I like the reference. I like the pineapple Say it. reference. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, wow. I feel like there was a lot that was said that I meant to touch on, but I got distracted by just making dumb jokes that uh, we got lost in the weeds there. But no, That's Stephen our and show, I really had, say it. Yeah, Stephen and I have actually been friends since like 2008 in real life. He okay. used to live here in Oklahoma, um, and then he was like, uh, "We're too close. I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I go further south." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think his plan was to eventually get a tan and be more brown than me, but it just simply has not happened yet. Um, to be brown like you. Oh, okay. See, that's where yeah. I got. That's okay. This makes sense to I me. I like this. You. That's why there's the toilet cam, you know, yeah. like, all those things, because it's like, I just need to see Brent up close and personal at all times. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Plus, I was going for the golden hue of his taint on my arms. I wanted that <laughs> that specific color, so I had to have that visual first so that I could... Put my arm up next to it and then, you know, show the I have guys the store so it's brand new. I have beautiful marbling on my taint. I think that's fair to say. Like, I'm not <laughs> one to brag about myself, but I will say, like, if you like, if you got it, you flaunt it, you know? Top, top notch taint. Top notch oh, taint. Top notch yeah. taint. Episode title? No. Yeah. Would we do that here? Probably not. I'll let you make not, that call. Not any, not anymore. But uh, <laughs> with that being said, I guess that's a good time to point out that we're going to be talking about two horror superhero films today which is chronicle and brightburn yeah. uh so i the reason why we'll get all into that in the main feature but we're, yeah. we're just going to shoot the shit talk about horror because i actually don't know your guys's full history with the genre or i know steven seems to be a big fan of the genre mm -hmm. i actually don't know about you brent uh we'll get into that but i i did i've been wanting to do this episode for a while just because it's a little subgenre of that a lot of people don't really talk about. And you guys are always talking about superheroes, which I'm a big fan of. Like, I'm mm -hmm. a comic book reader. I'm a huge fan of the MCU. I watched the Justice League cut four times. and <laughs> Four times? Was... Yeah, How dude. I was... Okay, look. I listened to the most recent episode. You mentioned you watched it three times. I was like, God damn, that's insane. How do you do it? That's 12 hours of your life. How are you up to four? How are you up to four people? To, to, be, to be fair, I will like I'll watch it in chunks or whatever. But mm -hmm. like it, when it came out, I was well, first of all, you guys know I came in flying hot when uh, when you got <laughs> when you guys were talking about Justice League. And I was like, you fucking idiot, Steven. Don't you dare say that that was good. That movie like I, I was not a fan. I was getting mad at him. And then this was before we even recorded our episode on it. This was like I, Mitch. Mitch was coming in so hot on Instagram. It, my phone <laughs> caught fire. I had to get a new iPhone. Holy shit. It was insane. Because you guys were talking about uh, the theatrical Justice yeah. League cut. Mm -hmm. Oh, and that's Steven, right, yeah. Steven had seen Justice League, the, the Snyder cut. And he was saying some nice things. And I was just not having any of it. Uh, but then here I am, fucking four viewings later. <laughs> I don't... I I can't I'm imagine that much time passing since the Justice League, like, Snyder Cut hit that it's even humanly possible to, like, watch it for mm -hmm. time. Like, are you a time traveler? Answer the question. <laughs> I am not just crippling depression. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, just, like, sit I in a room. I liked you. 
Yeah, just torturing. <laughs> I'm, I, I was like clockwork oranging myself with the Justice yeah. League. <laughs> Man. And I did, like many things, I convinced myself that I liked it, which I actually, there are quite a few. I, I think I'm right yeah. on the exact same page as Steven. It's a, the best version of a bad movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would agree with that. There are still so many fucking things in that movie that I can't believe have gotten to pass. But yeah. it is it is something to behold. But we've talked way too much about the Justice League already. Right. We're talking about Chronicle and Brightburn today. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to go all the way back. Mm-hmm. Steven. Oh, oh. Take me to the beginning, baby. Well, um, What's your... <laughs> okay, sorry. Actually, I, I, I was this born comes. in a hospital playing the Monster Squad is the best I can see it. Um, that that movie's ingrained in my body. So that was my first my first introduction to horror, really, was the Monster Squad. And that was right when you were um, what's what's the word when uh, the head is just coming out of oh, I was crowning. I yeah, was you were crowning. Yeah. You were crowning, and your your eyes <laughs> saw the Monster Squad. You're like, holy fuck! I want to write a song Wolfman. about that. This Wolfman's got nerds. Visual, <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank you. You just really enlivened that for the audience because that yeah. is exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I remember I was I was looking back today because you had said something about how we might be talking about our like horror history and stuff. So. Um, I was born in 85. I think, Mitch, you said on an episode I listened to of yours, you were born in 1990. Is that right? Yeah, 90. Yeah. 90. And then Brent, 83? 67. 67. 1967. Well, it was a time. Year. I was ready to fuck immediately. I had to wait a couple of years. <laughs> oh, wow. We did it. Yeah. Took a lot of brown <laughs> acid and thus the skin color. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this episode is brought to you by Bullet Whiskey. That's right. Yes. Right. My face uh, is so warm. <laughs> so I had uh, I have a, an older sibling that's like ten years older than me, and I have like uh, three older siblings. So I I grew up with a lot of '80s stuff, even though I was born like in the middle of the '80s. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, I, I got to cut you off one last time. Just yeah, remind yeah. remind me to circle back to your nephew, or yeah, is it your nephew or your oh, cousin? Oh yeah, Christian. Yeah, my nephew. The, okay, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. that afterwards. But yeah, sorry, right continue. On, cool. Um, yeah, so I, I was kind of ingrained, uh, in a lot of 90s stuff is like when I really got into myself, but I, I grew up with a lot of like tons of just 80s movies in, in general, uh, but a lot of like 80s horror or like horror comedy, like the Burbs was like a big favorite of ours in our, in our household, oh, yeah. right? Um, and then like the Monster Squad, I like, it was like that and The Last Dragon I basically had on repeat just over and over. Uh, and I just fucking love both those movies so much. And uh, but then I was thinking, so I, I listened to an episode uh, of your show recently for uh, I know what you did last summer. Oh, um, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to talk about it because that was like also an era uh, of, that I was so into uh, that came out in 97. I was 13 years old. Wait, um, the sem- same year as Limp Biscuit's debut album. Baby. Oh, God. Right, you got to <laughs> I was just waiting for. I was like, "God damn, Brent, better talk about Limp Biscuit on this please episode." Believe. If he does I'm, believe, I'm literally gearing up to record what I have been calling is going to be my podcasting magnum opus, which is the entire Limp Biscuit discography. Oh, I'm going. I'm going on a music podcast. On. Please. Oh, I, well, we'll do a separate one sometime. But I'm going on this music podcast from our city, our friends at So oh, Be okay, It. Right on, and uh, yeah, like they both really, really, really don't want to do this. But I was like, it, it has, <laughs> it has to be done. Like, yeah. do you request a little biscuit? Is that are absolutely. you the one that said that? Oh, I nice. said that's the only way I'll come on. Biscuit oh, or bust. Um, yeah. So I was 13, and then uh, you had talked in that episode about Scream. Scream is probably one of my like top five movies in general. Like I've seen that movie so many fucking times. And I was 12 years old when that came out, 11 years old. 
uh, when that came out. So it was, uh, it was just like perfect timing for me. I was like kind of too young, but it was like not gory, like too gory or whatever. Like it was just perfect timing for both of those. And so I, I listened to this episode. I don't listen to podcasts really ever, even our own show. Uh, fuck that. Um, so I, when hey. I saw that, I was like, <laughs> I was excited to see what you guys had to say about it. And it was so fascinating. Um, uh, I, I just wanted to touch on a few things because it was a big cultural moment for me, even though Scream is like way more important to me. Oh, yeah. I know what you did last summer was a movie that I went to like a slumber party uh, at a friend and my parents forbid us to go see that. And of course we went to see it that night because his parents were like, who cares? We're going to get you in there or whatever. And so it was like my first movie that I like snuck around my parents to go see was I Know What You Did Last Summer, which looking back is like so fucking stupid because that movie is like not even gory at all. Like there's yeah, there's not much to it. Like you don't even see any of the kills. So it doesn't like cleavage. Like there's (laughs) like so tame, right? Yeah. Um, But like perfect for that age for me. Like I was a huge fan of Jim and Love Hewitt, whatever. Um, so that era. Yeah, things, I was going like, to say, so you're 13, so, cool. so you must have had some major chafing going on in those Oh, my teams. God. Oh, and from Party of Five with both Nev and Jennifer Levin, oh, they yeah. split off and did those horror movie franchises, and I was in heaven, right? Like that was Nev's me. top three for me, just as hum- oh. as a human being and also just, like, she's gorgeous. But, she's like, I, I huge fan. Yeah. Huge and fan Sydney, of her. Sydney Prescott is, like, one of the best, like, female heroine, you know, uh, visions on it's like you know ripley or whatever like she's up there yeah absolutely um so yeah they uh and then you had talked about the faculty uh the faculty is amazing um i watched that movie three times in a row the the day i saw it i got it on video and i my sister came home and i was like you gotta watch this and my dad came home and i was like we're watching this again because it was just amazing so that whole era like urban legend uh, even the Halloween H2O, I'm still a big fan of. Yeah. Uh, all of those that came out together was like really like when I got into horror. Um, and then I had my 80s kind of past that I grew up with. And then over time, I really like started watching more of the um, like the Freddies and the Jasons and stuff. But um, like Halloween has always been a big favorite of mine, that whole franchise, um, just Michael Myers in general. But um, yeah, so and then and that just kind of kept kept me going after the like late 90s, whatever. Like that, I was like hooked, you know. So I've been a huge horror fan since then, and I I'm always checking stuff out new or whatever. Uh, Brent, I don't think you were as like you grew up like a horror fan like that, right? Just the no. fanatic. Yeah, mm. I mean, I I am a what I would consider a casual horror fan. Like I I dabble here and there, but um, Mitch, back on your uh, bookshelf there, I see a little gizmo. So if yeah. we're if we're counting Gremlins as like horror, then I was all about that. <laughs> yeah, I count it. Of course. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, I count so, it as a Christmas movie. So Brent likes Christmas movies, basically. Yep, I do oh the same God, thing. I don't. No, please, let's not put that out there. Look, I'm not a fan of Christmas. I think it's a bullshit holiday. Oh, I right. I remember who, this. I think anyone who enjoys it is a fucking idiot. But Stephen, you do you. So I think but, I think the first episode was. Did you guys do the the Star Wars holiday special? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that was Star Wars movies. Yeah, I think that was the first episode I ever heard of you guys. Oh man, that's a good that's start, probably I why I got hooked early on. Yeah. But, okay. Right on. Sorry. Continue, Brent. But uh, yeah, like I'm a fan of, uh, I guess generally speaking, I'm a fan of like creatures in movies and like special effects or whatever. So anytime I see something that's like uh, kind of fun to look at, essentially, then I'm a fan. I, I wouldn't say I'm like um, a fan like you guys of horror, but there like there's some horror that I've seen that I just absolutely love. Like I would say uh, like uh, my favorite horror movie of all time would probably be Cabin in the Woods. Oh, uh, yes. Thank you. Good call. It, it's so yeah. good. It's like anything that has like humor in it goes a long way for me. I'm, that's I'm such a that. Brent movie. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got but, that ADD energy. Of course. <laughs> no disrespect have... to anyone who has ADD. I just got diagnosed, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're like, I can say it because I have one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, uh, you're the president and also a member. Um, but yeah, like, so anything with like humor goes a long way for me. Um, that said, like movies like, um, uh, what is it? Us. And then, um, uh, get out like the Jordan Peele horror movies. I, I like quite a bit. Um, I loved the saw movies when they were coming out at the time, but I made it about halfway through the first saw, like, I don't know, about a month ago. And I was like, I don't know about this. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like feeling this energy right now. Yeah. But, um, I am kind of looking forward to the, uh, the reboot or I guess not a reboot, but, uh, the continuation that Chris rock. Yeah. yeah spiral. Yeah. Um, that'll be interesting, but Sam Jackson's going to be in it and he's my all time favorite actor. So yeah. I'll just, I, I would watch him take a shit like, Oh yeah. Sam Jackson from Lakeview Terrace. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's what everyone remembers him from. <laughs> Oh, that Sam Jackson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I thought it was any popular movie he has been in ever. <laughs> exactly. But okay, sure. Um, but yeah, like, uh, oh, you know, doing the podcast with Steven has really, like, opened my eyes to a lot of horror. And I've been, I've been so close to, like, subscribing to Shudder here recently because Steven has talked about, like, a lot of the Shudder exclusives are just, like, quality shit, you know? And mm-hmm. and um, I really I like don't have a dividing yet. line of, like, genre in, like, what I absorb or whatever. It's more of, like, a quality standpoint. Like, I, I wouldn't say I'm well-versed in, like, Western movies or whatever, but if I were to watch a quality Western movie, I would I would like it, like... Yeah. You know that, like back the, the future I, three. Mm-hmm. Yes, back to the future three. Yes, like yes. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it more than two. Oh, that's interesting. I know people yeah. say that my brother's that way, but I fucking love two, man. I was that way up until like I I always preferred two up until about like six months ago, and I rewatched oh, them, wow. and I was like, oh fuck, man, like two is rough. But sorry, like for me, there's just a I there's the nostalgia factor that's awesome about it but there's so many things in that movie that just drive me crazy now. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. 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 Did but you Brandon, hear... you were talking about your cir- circumcision. What? No, no, I was going to say, did you hear what doc Brown said about that hoe over there? He said, <laughs> great thought. <laughs> great. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> Can anyone hear me? Rinse off the show. Oh man. All right. Like, did you just think of that? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Brent. That's yeah. Please, please believe I did not write that in advance. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I just obvious. I feel like anyone out there can relate to what I'm about to say, but I feel like Brent is that kid that would always get you in trouble for laughing at the wrong times oh, when you were yeah. a kid, like laughing at like in church or at a funeral, like the bare naked lady song, you know. It, I like you remind me a lot of like my childhood friends that like got me suspended from laughing. Really? <laughs> I can yeah. totally see that. What, one time, Angela. one time, two kids were fighting at school, and I got suspended because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get anything. But I was the one chanting, "Fight, fight, fight!" Finish I, him! Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You kept throwing weapons for them to use. Yeah, yeah. that's insane. <laughs> like you got to get out of here, kid. Just You're put good. a sharp stick in the middle and said, "One of you's walking out. One of you's not." <laughs> <laughs> Only one of us walks away. You start playing that Slipknot song, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Man. All right, you were saying something before I cut you off. About it. 
I don't remember what that was at this I point, know. but See, I'm so sure it was a cogent and salient point. And these are two new words I learned moments ago. I'm glad Actually, you have a calendar. Thank you. It's All right. Really well, that, that's some good background on you guys as as fans of the genre or like where you stand with the genre. So um, before we get on to I want to hear what you guys have seen recently in terms of horror. But I want to talk about Steven's cousin, Christian. Could you give a little bit of a backstory on this? Because he was on your show. And mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not bullshitting about this, but that was my favorite episode of a podcast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just because it like it, it interesting. On it. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Huh. Well, the only brown person co-host on the show was not on there, but it was Mitch's favorite. Interesting. OK. All right. That's how that's where we're at here. Well, I feel like it just got hot and poured all over me. Fuck. Brent, Brent was literally replaced by a 13 year old. Mm-hmm. And I said it was my favorite. And it's man, you're, the show quality just really went up a notch. It, it really increased. Like here's the bar graph we put together in terms of quality. As you can see, it's gone right off the charts. We oh, ran out of pixels good. to put this together. It's in PowerPoint too, I assure you. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, my so he's my nephew Christian, uh, and he is 13 or 14 now. Um, yeah, and he was on the show. He he's just an awesome kid, but uh, and he always has been, but. He is like the biggest horror, like little horror fan, and always has been. Um, like when he was a little kid, they always have like they have like Spirit Halloweens here. They has up, yeah. up there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they show up like in old like circuit cities and random whatever places, right? So there was one by his house that he went to so much that he like they like made a name tag for him, uh, like it was fucking Empire Records, and they were like, Dude, "This that, kid's that like happened part of with us me now. with a video store." Oh really? So and that's why, like, I felt I felt like I was like, man, this is this kid is one in a million right now. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. but awesome. yeah, keep, yeah, sorry, keep going. Yeah, I yeah. will. So, uh, yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, so uh, yeah, so he basically started off going to those, and then he would like bring me to them, and he'd be so excited. Like he would ask his that was like the thing he wanted to do after school. He'd beg his parents to go like every day. That's why the the people knew him and gave him a name tag. Um, and his favorite one that he showed me when I finally got to go with him was. Um, this, uh, it's like a torso of a body with like its intestines being eaten by rats or like a big rat. And he was like, he was like four years old and he was like, this is the best one they have. It's $300. I need it. And he fucking loved this thing. And, uh, he's grown up now to become like he, he, every year he makes his own haunted house and he's bought like so many animatronics. He has like eight or nine different like clowns. Now he's super into clown stuff. Like uh, he he's obsessed he's with awesome. building. Yeah, he builds his own like haunts and yeah, like, like lets his neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like one of my favorite parts of the episode was him being like, "Well, I heard Chick Fil A will hire you at 14, so I'm thinking about going and getting a job there, so I can have more money for uh, for <laughs> yeah. like Spirit of Halloween stuff." He's like, he's he's literally he's like 13. It out. He's looking for jobs that can get him more Halloween props. Yeah, and like, I'm like that's his I. Love this kid. And he looks yeah. like Dustin from Stranger Things, so it makes him a million times better. <laughs> He's got that huge hair, yeah. Yeah, he does. But, hair, yeah, I love that. Oh, God, man. You have no idea how refreshing that, because, like, even my friend and I were talking, like, we grew up playing in bands. Like, I was always in, like, a punk or metal band growing up. And uh, up until I was, like, 27, or I guess the last show I would have played was 27. Um, but he... Like w- kids don't play instruments anymore, at least around here. Like you just, you just don't yeah. see that. Everyone's got iPhones and fucking iPads and mm-hmm. uh, they're into EDM or something like that. Yeah. But it's so refreshing when you see like a kid who's like amazing at guitar or super into Slipknot or something like, cause that's who I was when I was a kid was mm-hmm. horror and Slipknot and corn and Limp Bizkit. Uh, I guess that's still me. So I sure. have, yeah, evolved. same. 
I haven't evolved <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, but I just, oh man, it made me so happy. Like I just had a fucking huge grin on my face the oh, whole time awesome. I was listening to that episode. Uh, Cause I just loved his enthusiasm for the genre. And like, like he was talking about how he just saw it and stuff like that. Like he's yeah. always, he's seeking out like hardcore shit. Um, my yeah, favorite so was when he's talking about a bunch. Yeah. He was like, have you heard, have you heard of this movie called signs? And I was just like, fuck yeah. yeah. I just, I love, it's I awesome love that energy. He's discovering it all right. Like, yeah. it's like, have you heard of this? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. It's just so cool because like signs fucking destroyed me when I saw it oh, when I was yeah. younger. And so hearing him have a similar like uh, experience with it was just so like, for lack of better words, heartwarming. Like it was, yeah, it yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Well, I like that, especially because I think the uh, and I try to I try to relay this to him um, because he is young and he's getting into the horror scene and stuff. But I'm like, this is like the greatest group of people. The people love the horror movies aren't like horrible people. And like whenever he loved all of this disgusting stuff, his mom used to like ask me about it and like be worried, you know, like, is he is he okay? And I was like, I loved horror stuff when I was little. Like, I think it's fine. I think it's like totally healthy. It's, It's normal. Um, I was like, he's not going killing people. He just thinks this is kind of fun or whatever. And it's presented that way, you know? So, yeah. uh, and then, like you said, that like, he's seen like the new it and stuff. He's gotten into like a little more like harder stuff lately, I think, cause he's gotten older. Um, and I used to watch all kinds of random shit when I was younger. My parents didn't really stop us. So I'm, I'm kind of was... like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I was watching child's play too. at seven years old oh, and same with, same with scream though. Scream was, I was seven. So it was 1997 oh, yeah. when it came out. And like it, but it took me a year to get through that intro, like the, the, uh, Drew Barrymore scene. It took me multiple fucking times to get through it. And then even after that, when I finally made it through the whole movie, I would just watch it on repeat. But I remember I was like, the opening scared me so bad. Uh, but that's like screams the movie that got me into horror basically because it was, it introduced me to stuff like Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and all that kind of stuff. Like where they reference it in the movie, I was like, "Oh, I." W-. And I up. This is another very horrible thing to say for myself, but I loved Jamie Kennedy when I was a kid. Oh hell uh, yeah! Yeah, and, and I, the era. son of the mask himself. Yes, yeah, son of the mask. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my it's god, dude! I I met him two years ago, and oh, it really? was absolutely incredible. Like the dude couldn't have been. Like we, me and Boozy were talking about it. it was like because Boozy was with us when we when we met him. It seemed like he was like at petting zoos. <laughs> they like drug like, up the animals so that they'll be <laughs> docile and you can pet them. It's like someone drugged <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Because <laughs> said like he said uh, to the per- yeah she asked for a picture so she got and got went and got a picture with him. While she was taking the picture, he was like, "I feel like an animal in a cage." You're getting a photo with an animal in a cage. And I was like, dude, loved Malibu's Most Wanted. Uh, Huge huge fan. Malibu Tay. That's awesome. I, uh, yeah, in that era, like that, my brother uh, started working at a video store like right after Scream came out. And uh, I ended up working at that same video store. It's like a local place in a grocery store. Um, and like Randy was like my favorite. I was like, he's he's the yeah. best. He's the horror fan. He's the one that knows everything. He's the one that explains the rules. He works at a fucking blockbuster. Like he's he's the he's my favorite. He's you know the geek gets the girl. That was like the yeah. whole thing. It's like awesome, whatever. Uh, which is why, is the... I, yeah. Sorry. Well, his death and Scream Two. It's the <sighs> only one that it's the only one that really hurts because like exactly. even like when Dewey dies, yeah. he comes back. Like you know he's he yeah. comes back. But when uh yeah like when he dies, it's there there's nothing like it's just like he never comes back and I, they, they crushed me as a kid and he dies to cotton mouth kings mm-hmm. oh yeah hey, wait a minute you say that like it's a bad thing 
I love that song. I love that whole soundtrack. I had all yeah. of those soundtracks. Was it Suburban Life or, or Bump? Those were the two two hits back in the day. Uh, Suburban Life. Okay. Is the one that Randy dies to, yeah. Okay. And that was like one of two like hip-hop songs. I was like, I'm fucking cool. Yeah. yeah I, got, <laughs> I got this Roll on the Scream 2 soundtrack. <laughs> See, that was me with the 98 Godzilla with P. Diddy's Come oh, With Me. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was my really, introduction. Was, yeah, Scream, Scream 2, Scream 3 were all big. Uh, you guys had talked about the I Know What You Did Last Summer soundtrack being just such a weird mash of things. And there's oh, like yeah. a Summer Breeze cover yeah. on there. Like, it's really yeah. weird. But The Faculty was my favorite soundtrack. That one is like just full of fucking awesome songs and covers. Yeah, and stuff ha- that I hands love. down. I, yeah. Well, besides the Creed one, I didn't like the I, I liked the Creed cover at the time. But oh, going yeah. back to it, it hurts. Like, that I, one hurts. I haven't listened to it in a while. I used to be like, because Creed did like uh, Scream 3. They were like, they had like a video of uh, some song yeah. or that. And I was like, Creed's amazing. They're out, I they're own out multiple Creed albums. <laughs> 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 I remember for Christmas one year, I got a PlayStation 1 with the Emperor's New Groove video game and Creed Withered. <laughs> and that one has all the hits. So you like that Christmas break was fucking lit. Yeah. I like to imagine that that was what the store put together as a package. Is that exactly? Yeah, that was the bundle. <laughs> yeah, like, like what... people that like this will like this. Yeah, that's what that yeah. Amazing. But that Emperor's New Groove Groove game was amazing. I remember I that. Had a game. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it, it was, was a good PlayStation One game, yeah. and then I just went straight to Twisted Metal because I'm, you know, a normal kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Twisted Metal good. ruled. Yeah, good, good double da- game feature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, absolutely. Okay. Well, let let's start talking about the stuff you guys have seen recently, mm-hmm. Brent. Hello. Hey, real quick. If anybody wants to check out that episode with Steven's nephew, Christian, that was episode 160 of Let's Talk About Stuff. And that very next episode has one Mr. Mitch Oliver on there. And uh, we did a, I think it was a pop culture catch up that we did on that one. So it's kind of just like a free for all, like whatever you wanted to discuss. Um, yeah. But we're uh, currently in uh, planning and negotiations, um, mm-hmm. you know, with Big Podcast and uh, Terror Table Incorporated to see. Uh, if we can get you back on to discuss uh, the Aquatic Man movie, um, we're doing a DC you got, rewatch. So you guys, so, so one of you knows that I'm a huge fan of that. Then, I, yes, me. <laughs> okay, yeah. so well, yeah, you... Britt said that, but then he said that about people before about movies, and they were like, "Oh no, fuck no, I hate that movie." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we kicked things off with Man of Steel, and I I thought Austin Wilson from Hideous yeah. Energy was a big fan of Superman. Uh, turns out, no, uh, completely yeah. opposite. And uh, <laughs> like, I knew it had something to do with Superman. It was, like, yeah, yeah, I think I heard you say the word super and then man, uh, maybe in like totally different episodes before, but, uh, yeah. So I pieced this together. This is my own head cannon. And now I'm reaping, uh, the, uh, what I sow on this, but, uh, yes, I do. I do recall you specifically mentioning a couple of times that you like Aquaman. Um, I've only seen it once. Yeah, I've only seen it once, and it was uh, split in two on an airplane. Oh, uh, oh damn. That's the horrible, <laughs> that's the absolute worst way to see Aquaman. You don't, the think, biggest, you don't dumbest... think that's how the filmmakers intended it to be seen? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Could Blaine be. Twain upon a, a flight to and from, I don't know, Barbados or something? I like, too, yeah, that it was, like, split in two different planes. Like, yeah. I think like, I, I watched... can only watch half. I think I watched 2012, like that horrible John mm. Cusack movie on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's, That's it's a like good one. Yeah. Wor- 
Yeah, the world's ending on this fucking 12-inch <laughs> like, screen. We were yeah. going down, everybody. I just saw yeah. it. It's a premonition. John Cusack. Oh, uh, I wish we could. Speaking of which, like, you're a big 90s kid, then uh, Final Destination. Like, Final Destination oh, yeah. was so huge for me at the time. I never got into the sequels for that, except for I liked the, the truck two. sequence in the beginning of 2. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it's like, okay. Uh, but again, they they killed off my main dude, so I got pissed about Devin it. Devin Sawa? Yeah, don't they, like, he, like, uh, yeah. Isn't in the second one, and they're like, he, they show like a newspaper article, and they're like, he got hit in the head by a brick. And I was like, what? We yeah. just saw him do all this crazy shit for a, like two hours, and he gets hit he, in the head by a brick. Yeah, who, who's that guy who's always on, uh, it also, I, he has to be the person that they modeled uh, Michael Rooker at the end of Brightburn. Uh, he had, oh, who, yeah. who am I thinking of? The conspiracy theorist guy. Oh, like Alex Jones? Yes. That's exactly who I picture as who we were just talking about that I've already forgotten who we were talking about. What were we talking about? <laughs> were we talking about Devin Sawa? Oh, uh, no. Dev- yeah, Devin Sawa when he's in his room in Final Destination and he has like oh. fucking like t- like wires yeah, yeah, everywhere yeah, yeah. and he's no. like naked. It- it's like that's how I pictured Alex Jones on the daily. <laughs> I was like, where, where is he connecting this? Because I always thought, you know, from Casper, like Devin Sawa. It's I like love Casper, Devin Sawa. Little Giants. He's yeah, a he's little. a cutie. Where where is the Alex Jones compare? And I was like, oh yeah, you're totally right because he goes bonkers. He's like, oh, yeah. putting like little individual corks on fish fish hooks, and it's like, just get rid of the fish hooks, bro. Yeah, it's fine. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah, I, yeah, I love Devin Sawa. Now we're living in a Devin Sawa renaissance right now. He's coming back I hear in that, a big yeah. way, all thanks to the fanatic and Fred Durst. Thank you. <laughs> I mentioned it. He was legitimately enjoyable in that movie. He was that whole movie is legitimately enjoyable. Yeah. Man, I don't know about Travolta in that movie. That's I was oh, watching God. it. I was like, oh, uh-oh. I, <laughs> feel, he, I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. When he kisses him on the forehead, I was like, oh, my God. I, like, I actually stood up and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, the amount of times John Travolta's career has been saved by someone else, and then he fucks up that opportunity. Like, <laughs> yeah. He was a nobody. Like, he, he was basically canceled at the point of when Tarantino cast him in Pulp Fiction. He brought him back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just keeps making horrible decisions but i do love the fanatic yeah i am riding around with the best backwards yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have to check this one out because brent had talked about this before but uh i haven't seen any fred durst movies yet so you haven't seen his his oeuvre um not start start with the gold cobra music video oh my (laughs) god please please for them or different there's a there's a lady in a bikini with boxing gloves and she's she she looks great also she's like fighting the air i guess yeah question mark makes sense what what what, i can't believe because i'm i'm already on the sauce a little bit here but the song (laughs) ready to go ready to go yeah Music video for Ready to Go is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Lil, Lil Wayne, like, for sure, had no idea that he was going to be in this video. Fuck yourself, uh, fuck the world, bust a nut, I'm on this and that and such and such. It's ashes to ashes, dust to dust. He was, like, edited into that music video. He was. He was like, MC comes in, he's like, uh, this and this and such <laughs> yeah, and such, yeah. uh, bust a nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's literally like, there's no way that he did, he wrote this before he they pressed record. Sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> this is gonna happen a lot. Yeah. I feel like. um, but should we talk about uh, some some stuff that we've uh, watched recently before we uh, get into 
I guess the yeah. main topics is that is that yeah, where yeah. you were going? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll start with this. So uh, speaking of uh, comic book movies, like I don't know, like five minutes ago or some shit, um, I watched, and this is something that recently showed up on HBO Max here in the states. But I watched the movie New Mutants. Now, New Mutants is a movie. In a sentence, uh, back to you. Uh, yeah. No, it's. Look, I was it's really, fine. I was uh, legit waiting. I was like, uh huh. Yep. Uh, it's it's a movie that was delayed for like a couple of years, I believe. Uh, Josh Boone, the director, uh, had worked on it for a while, and we knew it was coming out. And it was supposed to be like the first X Men like horror movie or whatever. But it uh, got hit with delays for like, I don't know, I guess we're going to do reshoots and then COVID happened. So it got pushed back further and et cetera, et cetera. And then it came out like, uh, I think in August of last year of 2020. With a whimper. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Like I I was rooting for it to come out because like anytime uh, a a filmmaker or an artist has something shelled, all I want to do is have them have it released so people can watch it. Well, well, I dude, watched. That, that's what happened with Cabin in the Woods too. Cabin in the yeah. Woods yeah. was on the shelf for years, and then it, was, it wasn't until Thor came out that they're like, "Fuck, we better make some money off this." Yeah, and, like, and then it's like amazing. You're like, it's "What so were you good. sitting on this for?" Well, yeah. didn't they shelved that uh, that Red Dawn remake as well? Mm-hmm. Right, both yep. of them starring Chris yeah. Hemsworth, shot in the same year and then shelved. Yeah, yeah. And like they didn't come out to the same year or something mm-hmm. like that too. So it was it was bizarre. But yeah. um, New Mutants is, I guess, technically a horror movie, and let. Like there's suspense and whatnot. Have you guys have either of you watched this? Twenty minutes. Made it twenty minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brent, I I also watched this, and I'm glad you brought it up because the other day I was scrolling through. It's on HBO Max, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was scrolling through the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, New Mutants." And then I was like, "Wait, I already watched that. I had completely forgotten about it the second after I watched it because it was so you had seen it. I had already seen it." Like on HBO Max, late at night, and then I brought it back, and I was like, "Oh, wait a second! I've already done this. Crazy." Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy. Well, yeah, I wouldn't. uh, Damn. Okay, I had been like saving this because I thought this was like horror adjacent. I thought this would be Mm -hmm, good for this episode, so that's why I hadn't mentioned it on our show. No one has talked about New Mutants on the tear table yet, so I love it. Yeah. So this this is why. So I know you you guys don't have HBO Max up there in uh, Canadian, do you? We just got it. Like, well, we, yeah, so we just got it, but we have like, so you guys have Hulu, we have Crave and I'm guessing they're about the same because I know we, we just got our first little bit of Hulu. Like, so every time someone on a podcast in the States talks about Hulu, I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, I'm going to have to pirate this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, but, uh, yeah, no, I guess Hulu is starting to add stuff on the Crave. So like I watched the Sasquatch documentary that is on Hulu. I've been hearing um, about that. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Stephen, what did you think of New Mutants? Because it seemed kind of like, oh, okay, this is this is a movie. You can't say it's not a movie. Sure. But it wasn't, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it entertaining. Um, and some of the performances were weird. And I will say, I know, okay, wait, let's let's pause for a second. I want everyone to appreciate me asking Stephen his thoughts and then me rambling on for another <laughs> 40 seconds or so and just that's not what, letting him speak. This that's is, the terror table. That's Mitch Oliver. <laughs> yeah. That's what I What do. do you think about this? Because I'm going to be long-winded about my points. Because this is what I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I do have to say this before I forget. Um, there's a character in this movie. Um, in the comics, her name is Wolfbane. Uh, her real name is like Rain. She's Irish, and uh, the, the character is Irish in this movie. But she's a like a werewolf type 
creature mutant or whatever. So uh, akin to be also the, from the X Men, the, the faceless woman from uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> She's Arya. Oh, well, Arya. oh yeah, we don't yeah. we don't watch Game of Thrones. We don't. We've never <laughs> we've never seen it. That is true, but I did. I was like, I recognize her. She's famous. Yep. <laughs> that's where she's famous from. Yep, that's right. <laughs> but like in the movie, she's supposed to turn into a werewolf. And like the whole time, I'm like, I, I cannot wait to see these visual effects. Like I said earlier in this episode, Uh-oh. I love visual effects, whether it's CGI or practical or like costumes or whatever. I just love it. And uh, well, I like good versions of it. And in this, at a certain point, she turns into a wolf and you just see like an actual like wolf, like mm-hmm. animal run through a hallway and it's so anticlimactic it's like oh so there's huh somebody let a wolf in here anyway so where's this oh that was her oh, oh this is this is disappointing to me and next like, week on animorphs <laughs> <laughs> but then like later in the movie she turns to like half werewolf or whatever or like i guess more of a classic werewolf like lon cheney type of werewolf that that you would think of so i don't know why oh. she was like full wolf at some point but then like, i don't know if she could like control like if it's if you stifle a sneeze you know you kind of just like caught there um but yeah so so what what's anya taylor joy's business in this movie because she's she's really good and almost everything i've seen her in uh i like i said i saw 20 minutes of it and i don't even remember that 20 minutes yeah steven what accent. did you think because i thought um that she would <laughs> I I enjoyed her performance in this quite a bit, but um, she I thought she was she was really good. I was wondering if they were going to mention that she's the sister of Colossus from the X Men. Seems uh-huh. like it was right there. They mentioned the X Men. Stephen, if you could be quiet a little bit, I'm you know speaking. But if <laughs> uh, you know it was all right there, they could have just like made the connection. They do name drop the X Men, and she could have been like, yeah, you know, I like, like the X Men. Okay, Stephen, I'm please. Uh, <laughs> Daddy's talking. Daddy's working right now. Okay. <laughs> Shut That's serious. Up. I really got to. I'm sorry. I have yeah. to, Do you want to be in timeout? I'll put you in the corner like the fucking Blair Witch. Do not make me. Oh, the, the references, Brent. You're on fire I know. Today. I'm proud uh, of you. It's just Lon, my head. My Lon head is Chaney. I like how yeah. he, he references Lon Chaney. I know. And then just scrolls right past. He's like, look, guys, I, I know horror. Like, I'm a oh, horror this? I don't even. I wasn't even paying attention. Um. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so she she's good. She has a, a giant uh, sword, uh, as she does in the comics. And um, I'm not like super versed or well versed in the new mutants in the comics. I know like a few of them that have become like X-Men or Avengers or whatever. But like um, I, this was kind of like a wholly new thing. Like I've never read the Demon Bear saga mm. in the comics, which is where like some of this movie uh, or the comics that some of this movie borrows from. But um, I I did appreciate them having a like a Native American lead in this movie. They're like way underrepresented, you know, in, yeah, in pop cool. culture. So, I, I, so Stephen, please, please, from <laughs> one Indian talking about another. Uh, Adam Adam Beach movie. too. He he's in uh, Nicolas Cage's Wind Talkers. Oh, <laughs> and Joe Dirt. He's actually a really oh. good actor. <laughs> okay. Well, you buried the lead. Yeah, I did. <laughs> he, he's been in a bunch of like really good hostiles. That's an amazing Western, a recent Western uh, with Christian Bale. But it's I a really good movie. I know that is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Adam, he's, yeah. he's very I really good. don't care for Westerns, and I hate them all, and I think people who like them are bad. But, you know, yeah, you go ahead. You got it. Just That's my thing. He was Slipknot in Suicide Squad. Oh. He was 555, and they were all 666. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize he was in <laughs> Loved it. New Mutants. Uh, New Mutants. Steven, your turn. 
Am so, I allowed to talk? Uh, Thirty seconds. That's so weird. Just loosen the leash a little bit. If he gets out of line, we'll fucking yank it right back. All right. That sounds okay. Well, guys, if you promise, you better deliver. You know what I'm saying? Uh, (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't, I honestly don't recall a whole lot of it. Uh, I might've been inebriated and other things during that, but, um, it, uh, it just wasn't as good as I thought the concept was. And the, like Brent was saying, like it got delayed so much that the hype was like really roller coastery. I was like, Hey, this looks kind of cool. It has a bunch of people that I like in it. Like uh fucking Briar's kid or whatever from Stranger Things. I was like, oh, he's cool. Yeah, right? he had just, I thought they tried uh, delaying the movie because he got caught with a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> Did oh, you guys hear about that? Because, yeah, yeah, he got he tried that bringing it helps. on a plane. Oh, well, that's dumb. Like, dude, you're, you're a star, but, like, he's like, I'm on Stranger Things, right? Yeah. You're not even one of the main four kids. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're not Dustin. Yeah. Dustin could bring cocaine on this plane. You can. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like I, I, uh, Anya Taylor Joy. I, you know, because this got delayed. Like I had seen the Queen's Gambit before this, and I liked her. At um, she was in, um, uh, what's the Unbreakable sequel thing? Split. Split. Split yeah. Right. And the Witch. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like I've liked her, um, and she's just so interesting uh, to to watch or whatever. And so I was like, oh, this would be great. And then it got delayed so much. You're you're thinking like, oh, this could be bad. And I, I there was like so many like reshoot like rumors and stuff and it's like oh this is probably like falling apart and then i was but then once it started to happen like brett was like said you know it's like you want it you want to root for it and be like this will be cool and then it came out and i was like nope it's not <laughs> like really <sighs> i don't know what research happened but i don't know what was there but it, it just didn't quite hit the mark so well, guys like obviously like i said i didn't watch much of it but i had no idea marilyn manson was in this thing what what yeah marilyn manson marilyn manson plays the smiling man Oh, yeah. Weird. Went up a notch in my head. But also, that's weird. (laughs) I don't know, man. He's he's recently been canceled multiple times. But he's gone. So he got punched out in a Denny's by someone that I know (laughs) in like the last. I I don't like the guy, but also like I don't like Marilyn Manson. But it doesn't mean I'm not not saying punch everyone I don't like. But were you there saying fight, fight, fight? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's exactly what happened. No, but. It was when he was playing in Edmonton. Uh, Manson played in Edmonton or something like that, and then they were all out at Denny's after. And this like fucking recently. dickhead. Uh, it would have been about three years, two or three years ago. Yeah, but it was in like the news and shit. And I was like, I I knew the guy. Not a fan. Like he's a douche. Obviously, he's punching someone in a Denny's, uh, regardless of who they are. But Marilyn Manson, I'm like, hey, you get a little bit of respect. Interesting. Yeah, you're like, Look, well, I'll take it back a little bit. You're kind of yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you got to save your fist fighting for a Waffle House, you know, mm-hmm. like you don't do that at a Denny's, you know, yeah, you got, oh, I guess you guys do have Denny's. Hey, cause, uh, I saw Denny's and uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I was that literally like the only <laughs> thing I ever think about with Denny's is that place because they're out of everything. And Brent, you're a huge fan of the Santa Claus. Mm. No, <laughs> no, uh, I consider. I guess I consider all Christmas movies like horror movies because I just I do not like Christmas. I want to bring you on, even though we've talked about it at nauseum at this point, but I want to talk about Black, the original Black Christmas oh. with you. I yeah. just watched that for the first time recently. It's awesome. Oh, it's yeah, so Steven, Steven watch. Didn't you watch like three of them? Like I, the original yeah. and two remakes, right? I oh, watched all, the, all of them this last year, this last Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. And the original What's... is amazing, and the rest yeah. of them are all bad. <laughs> in my yeah. 
I was going to say, I've only seen the most recent one. And I know you guys talked about it on the terror table, like a couple of years back, like when it hit theaters and I remember yeah. you guys not liking it. And then I was like, I guess I'll roll the dice on this when it was on HBO. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh no, they're right. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you're going to watch like a Christmas movie, then like the original black Christmas is a pretty good one yeah. to, to watch. We- we showed it in in a theater here, like a local art, art house theater, awesome. like right before it would have been like, you know, three months before the pandemic hit. And oh. fuck, man, it was awesome because there's so many people in there who like had never seen it before. And seeing a movie from 1974 work so well on audiences mm. is awesome. is pretty amazing. Like it's a genuinely cr- scary movie. It's I so creepy. It. Yeah, they did really. And then like the. The like 2006 remake or whatever, um, where he has where, jaundice. Yes, where it's just like this yellow. It looks like fucking Toad Simpsons. from. Oh yeah, Simpsons yeah, too. Or yeah, Toad, I thought it yeah, Toad from uh, X Men. <laughs> from X Men, yeah. it makes me think yeah. of that. Like, imagine Toad <laughs> is stalking you for Christmas in your attic, and it's like, I guess so. Like every time he shows yeah. up, it's not really scary. It's just kind of like you're concerned. Listen, yeah. that that movie is a gigantic pile of shit. But yeah, fuck, okay. do I ever have a good time when I watch it? Because it is so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like it's fun because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so no New Mutants. It sounds like a a big thumbs up from everyone here. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. <laughs> Look, right. it was fine. It's not like the worst X film I've ever seen, you know. But it was. I really wanted it. Just like rooting for the director. He's finally yeah. like getting it in front of people's eyeballs. And I really wanted it to be good for him. Um, but it, man, it like the movie feels very small. It's like got a small cast. It's in a, like an enclosed space, but I, I really don't think it like lands what it yeah. wants to. They tried playing, uh, they tried playing off the nightmare in Elm street three setting of like the psych ward and like the hospital and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, just I have a, Elm street three. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a suggestion for you, Brent though. You don't like it too much now. How about watching it four times? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got three more in me. I can make this happen. I'll, I'll you, might, I'll, okay. you might end up coming out on top with it. You might end up liking it a little bit. It's only like an hour and a half long, too. So really, like, I've got one Snyder Cut's worth of New Mutants left to go. And then, I, you know, yeah. I'll be all set. How many How many New Mutants would I have watched in that time? <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, I've seen Mut- New Mutants 12 times. Yeah. It, it came out Saturday. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. Correct. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I would pass on that one as well. Uh, it's okay. It's not bad, like Brent said, necessarily. It's just not good either. Uh, I think you're, you're probably better off skipping out at 20 minutes. There's not much more. Yeah. Unfortunately. But uh, I just yeah. figure it's just not for me. Like, I just. Yeah. And that's why, like, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't like beating down movies and filmmakers like what Brent has been doing the last 20 minutes on the show where he just like, it's like, Hey, this guy puts his art out there and he's just like, Brent's like, fuck you and all of your art. It's the Mm -hmm. worst. Yeah. I don't appreciate (laughs) art at all. I don't understand it. People know that about Brent. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you about you humans. Okay. (laughs) Your Your art quote unquote, uh, get fucked with it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. Steven, do you got one? I do. Um, so I actually just finished this before the show. I've been trying to watch this the last few days, but uh, I rewatched a movie I haven't seen in decades called Brain Scan from 1994. Oh. Uh, Is it Edward Furlong? Edward, little Eddie Furlong. Yeah. 
Uh, He's I mean, looking know. so good right now. If you want to get a cameo, it's like 60 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and man, if you want to go like, okay, if you want a laugh turned into a cry, like a weep, just go look at his cameos because you can you can watch what he I sent people. He oh, dude, it is fucking crazy because he's oh, like, he's like forgetting what he's saying like 10 seconds. And I guess I was doing the same thing, but like the dude, <laughs> he has fallen on hard really, times. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. For 60 he has. Bucks a pop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he. Uh, I was reading about this movie, so uh, it came out in 1994. Um, it's like a, it's a really cool concept. I remember I just this is like one I just found on like HBO like late at night years and years ago. Not when it came out, but like in the 2000s maybe or whatever. Um, but it's like he gets a video game that's like a revolutionary thing, and it's like a murder video game, and then slowly but surely he kind of realizes that it's like taking over his real life and he's like actually killing people or whatever and um so he has this like weird like red-haired creature demon creature that kind of comes out of the screen and like talks to him during it whatever uh but i was reading about it from the producer or something like that about eddie furlong and the the guy was like years later was like yeah i'm not a big fan of eddie furlong uh, that kid can't act and uh basically we just have to wake him up every day by slapping him to get up and i was like I, he was like 15 he's probably like already on like super hard drugs at that point oh yeah uh, right like his, his life just kind of tanked uh yeah. post t2 and everything so but then uh, you look at someone like feldman like Corey feldman was in mm-hmm. the same position but he he still like even though he never saw a dime from anything he did when he was most famous like before 18 yeah. he never saw a dime from it because his parents oh, took so it all sad, yeah but he still brought it every time like he was Corey feldman was fucking awesome oh yeah oh like, yeah like burbs, the man. burbs oh yeah. yeah he's fucking great in the burbs he um, apparently, or I think he brought a monkey on set for the burbs. That sounds, um, yeah. yeah. I wish they had had that in the scene. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Get, uh, yep. totally works. yeah. It's uh, a brain scan. But yeah, so brain scan is, uh, I, I just really like this movie. It's it's fun. It's it, the, the effects are really bad. It's like 94, so I was thinking about it like how different Jurassic Park looked a year before this and like how bad things are in this. Like they really just didn't throw the same kind of money or, or skill at it, right? Uh, I still do the same so thing funny. with like uh, the the Snyder Cut. I was just like looking at the like I know people who like that movie are so mad that they have to keep listening to me talk about it. But the <laughs> the fight between the Amazonians and Steppenwolf, I remember thinking I was like, Jurassic Park was in 1993. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and it's like so long ago. Yeah, and so early and and CGI, and it was it still holds up so well. It's crazy. Oh, it's so yeah, a lot of the the Snyder cut uh, stuff just is, or Snyder stuff in general. Some of it looks really good, and some of it's just like what what happened? Like the physics are all bad. Like we have the skills for this. What is going on? It's that's really the thing. Weird. There's like an hour of a super fucking good movie in Justice League. <laughs> Oh, I like to think that, yeah. After watching the, that twice, uh, I did, I guess. Um, I, it, I I had turned around on the whole thing. Holy yeah, shit, I, you did watch it twice. I did watch it twice. I had turned <laughs> around on it, you know, where I was like, hey, even like the ultimate cut of, of BVS was like, hey, this isn't so bad, whatever. Like after talking to Dave Roberts uh, from Erie International, I was like, hey, this is like, I can get behind this, whatever. But then uh, unlike you, I have not seen it since. And I, I was scrolling through HBO Max the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, the Snyder Cut. Hmm. And I was like, I've completely just like, I, I just past. like pushed past it. Yeah, I just completely like went past that and I'm on to other things now. I love that you guys were able to just take the leash off of Dave Roberts on that episode oh, yeah. because like on Erie, he's always wanting to talk about DC stuff or like CW oh, stuff. And then on Let's Talk About Stuff, it's like, this is the best Dave has ever been because he's just has, he has free <laughs> range to talk about what watch. he wants to talk about. Yep. 
Man, yeah. well, I like that. He was and I super really good like on that episode. Yeah, that was really fun to talk to him about it. It's it was cool to talk to someone that really dug it a lot. But I just kind of realized uh, afterwards, I was like, I had gotten kind of really like, hey, this is pretty cool and pretty pumped up about the whole situation. And then I was like, he's nope. changing me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that kind of happened. Whatever, I'll move on. You know, yeah. who knows if I'll ever see it again or whatever. Um, but yeah, brain scan. Like uh, yeah, it, um, it's just like a, a fun fun movie or whatever like a late night kind of movie like that i found on cable that was like the perfect way um and then i just looked for it again i think it's all like on crackle or something here now something like that's like ad supported or whatever but um i ended up just renting it and um and uh but yeah it was it was still fun i i i, I don't know if it really holds up but for me kind of the way that i watched it before and then now i really liked it and even eddie furlong he's not that great in it but uh um, the whole thing is just kind of a rad story i like this thing of like a video game kind of taking over your brain and he's like has to keep putting in discs to keep going because there's like another witness and another witness and he doesn't want to do any of it. Um, so it's pretty rad. And, and it's like, it has like a bunch of heavy metal from the 90s that I'm like, yeah. I don't even know if this is good. <laughs> I don't know if this is yeah. like a horrible soundtrack or a great soundtrack. No clue. Yeah. And it has Frank Langella, who's like a respectable yeah. actor. <laughs> He's like the detective, yeah, like searching for him and stuff. Totally. It's kind of like Michael Caine being in uh, Jaws 4. <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah it's ridiculous yeah yeah uh, so yeah it was it was fun to watch that though and then i did want to mention real quick again because uh after i listened to that episode of uh of your guys's with i know you did last summer and i was thinking about it so much um you had talked about how you know you don't really like it anymore you're like i've moved past this but it did mean something to me at one point but like it's yeah. a terrible movie and i'm here to tell you that i think that goes in waves because I used to love it, and then my wife and I stopped watching it because we were like, "This is really bad." Uh, like disturbing behavior, we do the same thing with that. Sometimes I love oh, it. Oh, dude, it. yeah, same, uh, exact same. And, it, and it's like I don't know. And so most recently, when we watched, I know what you did last summer, like a year or two ago, we were like, "Ah, it's okay." And then because of your podcast, I put it on while my wife was taking a bath the other day, and I was like, "I'll just watch like the first, you know, where they kill the dude or whatever in the beginning, yeah. like the first like twenty five minutes." And my wife gets out of the bath, and she's like perks her ear up and she's like are, are you watching i know what you did last summer without me and yeah. i was like all started over and we we ended up watching the whole thing last night oh <laughs> hell yeah uh, and i gotta tell you i loved it again it's totally awesome weird. so i don't well, know no, why that's... i circled back but uh yeah so we watched that's that good too. well you see you see brent like get your pad and paper out here for a note four i'm taking times. notes i'm literally takes, taking notes it yeah. takes four times and you'll love anything oh that's <laughs> you watch it point. enough yeah. times if you just watch it enough, it's just in your brain enough. You're kind of you kind of convince yourself. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. I should uh, maybe I like that. Yeah. So my question for you is, what are you waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> I do like that scene, favorite. and I know what you did last summer. Um, uh, it's just iconic. The cleavage. Yeah. No, it's because it's iconic, and everybody knows it. Mitch, get your yeah. head out of the cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> or get it right, and you know what I'm saying. She was smoking back then. Oh, yeah. Still is, I think. Still I is, very well. much so. Yeah, for sure. That's my two that I've, uh, most, like, horror movies and stuff that I've seen recently, so. Awesome, that's perfect. Yeah. Uh, Brent, do you got another one you want to knock off? I do, I've, I've got one more, uh, and this is one that I came across the trailer for on Prime Video uh, by Amazon, or, like, it's, it's got, like, so many words in it, but it's, like, whatever streaming service Amazon uses. You have that up yeah. there? We have Amazon Prime, yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah. I so, just finished watching three seasons of Yellowstone. 
on, uh, oh, on yeah. it's Kevin Costner Western branch. If you're interested, I would want to check that out. I hear it's mm. good. It's very yeah. good. Yeah, right, right on. It's the writer, writer, director of Heller Highwater, uh, writer oh, of Sicario. Tyler Sheridan, Taylor Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan, yeah. yeah he's one of my right favorites. On. I fucking love that guy. And I will say Yellowstone's probably his weakest writing yet, but he's also doing it in long form. So it's still really good, but it's like, yeah, in terms of like, he's making it for a wide audience. It's, it's not like Heller Highwater where he can do whatever mm-hmm. he wants. But yeah, sorry, what were you talking about? Which Western, Brent? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> All white cast. Three. <laughs> you can just stop at Western. You're going to be honest. You can just stop at that. Uh, no, I watched this, this movie on Prime Video. It's an animated movie. Uh, it's called To Your Last Death. Have either of you heard of this movie? Mm-mm. Never. So, so it's a like a, it's like a horror movie, I guess, but it's like more suspense or whatever. But it's like when I say animated, it's not like uh, your traditional like 2D animation. It's not CG animated or anything like that. It's animation along the lines of like Archer. You know, yeah. it's like a flash mm. animation look to it. Yeah. But it's like a more detailed version. It's like if Archer had a plussed up budget and could be a little more. Um, uh, uh, good Lord. What am I trying to say? Uh, a little more detailed with like the illustrations mm. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a movie where like. Uh, the the lead character she at the beginning of the movie she walks out of this like um high-rise building and she's all covered in blood and everything she gets taken uh to the hospital because she's all like bruised and battered and everything and as she's there you know handcuffed to the bed or whatever the police are asking her what happened like why, why are all these dead bodies in this building and whatnot and it turns out it's her um uh sister and two brothers that were killed in there and they're kind of thinking that it was her that did it somehow um even though she's like escaped all this torturous shit well then this this like magical being lady shows up out of nowhere and she's like look what if i could send you back there to relive this day to give you the possibility of saving your siblings but you'll have like all the foreknowledge of Mm -hmm. what you just went through to like help guide you through the, the best path to make it through this and she's hesitant at first but then like you know through uh circumstances she's got no other options so she decides to take it so that's essentially the movie is her kind of reliving this uh that sounds great this torture and all this stuff and it was she's the of, game master uh marina baccarin is yeah. the game master but like the the main girl i think her name is like miriam or whatever she, uh, I don't know who. All right, so main main girl. She is the seventh build <laughs> actor on this. Like, nice, fucking insane, just oh crazy. But to be fair, she's behind William Shatner, Ray mm-hmm. Weiss, and Bill Mosley. Yeah, those are all pretty big fucking names, but mm-hmm. also yeah. all have penises. So that's a little sus. This, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Uh, and you can you can hear it in the audio, but you just you just kind of think around it. You don't. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, on that. Don't yeah. listen. Don't listen to the movie on with like headphones in. That's gonna fuck you up. You won't not be able to hear these dicks. But yeah, this <laughs> this around. this actually like <laughs> it looks really cool and it blows my mind that I've never heard of it. Like, yeah, do you totally. Exactly. It? Like it's it's got a bunch of like four four out of five star reviews and everything. So I thought, well, I'll give this a shot. And I watched it over the course of like two nights or whatever. And it's like entertaining. It's not necessarily anything to like write home about. At least not for me. But maybe for you guys, it might. Um, hold a little more weight in your in your brains yeah. or whatever, but it was enjoyable. Like the the voice acting was like really good. Like I kind of expected on something like this to be kind of just like you know just like get 
maybe two to three takes from the actor and then be, just call it good or whatever. But I thought the voice acting in this was like really well done. So I was, I was impressed with that side of it. Yeah, totally. And this is like just since you guys like because I'm not normally podcasting with guys. My co- my co-hosts aren't big comic book fans. Um, mm-hmm. But like the art style of like this animation, this is how I want to see Garth Ennis material like come oh, yeah. to life. Like I, yeah, I would love sure. to see like even like even though I wasn't a huge fan of Crossed, this is the way to make Crossed. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, read that book. I, is... I read the first volume of it and then I was like, I was like, nope. oh, my God. There's a lot. There's a lot. This 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 guy beating the shit out of this other guy with a horse dick. Okay. (laughs) I just remember there was like a centerfold, basically. Like it was like in the center of the the uh, the first trade, and it's like a guy getting fucked in all holes, and it's like, all right, this is a little much for me. (laughs) Yeah. It was just like they're like pulling like, intestines out, and it's like okay. It was like stunt <laughs> reading those two. It just yeah. blew my mind because it's like it, it is well written though. Like that's the thing, and it's written by the guy who made like fucking Preacher and The Boys. Like mm-hmm. Garth Ennis is a great writer, but he's always been a bit of an edge lord. A little bit, and he's, he's <laughs> on full display. And that I remember reading that story in Crossed, and I was like, wow, they really could have used some editing on this because like there was like punctuation missing, and like yeah. it was just weird. It was bizarre, but well, the letterer probably couldn't even stomach the what he was looking at. I guess I don't know how that uh, that whole like process goes. I'm assuming they have the art. I guess I could have asked D- David Hopkins, who was on mm-hmm. last week, professional <laughs> comic book letter. Yeah. <laughs> He's like editing. He's lettering Scott Snyder books now. It's fucking crazy. It, it um, insane, yeah. yeah, but like I want, I assume that they're given. You're given the panels because like you're an artist as well, aren't you, Brent? Uh, allegedly. <laughs> no, but what, artist, what was right? the you? You and David did a comic together. Super cute. Super cute. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, that was uh the the two of us and then Austin Wilson. Um, the two of them wrote it and I, I illustrated it quote unquote, and then, uh, David lettered it, but yeah, like without having like art that you don't know where you're going to place the word balloons and everything. So it stands to reason that the, the poor, poor letterer that had to letter crossed. Yeah. Like, I don't, oh God. It's a horse dick. Oh, they, they weren't lying. I really thought it was going to, I thought they were lying in the script. Oh God. I did. Oh, okay. Okay. That's my... I got, ch- I got church in like 20 minutes. I don't. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Here That's what can. I was thinking. He's like, I left the seminary for this. I can't, <laughs> I can't look at this. That's my favorite Brent voice, though, because who do you, you sound like uh, someone from Nibbler? No, not Nibbler uh, from Futurama. Uh, the squid. What's his name? Jesus Christ. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on this. Did you guys watch uh, Dr. Futurama? Dr. Zoidberg? Yeah, Zoidberg. Oh. Fuck, Jesus. Oh, okay, yeah. You always do, like, it always sounds like Zoidberg to me, and I'm just, like, I'm working and I'm miserable and, like, around a bunch of other people who are miserable, and then I'll just be like, (laughs) and just start giggling. I love that. Well, uh, yeah, I only have one tonight, uh, and it's actually kind of cool that you mentioned that you're a big Jordan Peele fan. Have you guys heard of Them, which is now on Amazon Prime? I have, yes. I've not seen it. So since I obviously can't control my thoughts tonight or my uh, like, I'm I'm just I'm exhausted today. So I'm a little bit of a mess, but uh, I'm just going to read the IMDb synopsis so I don't fuck this up. Uh, A black family moves to an all white Los Angeles neighborhood where malevolent forces next door and otherworldly threaten to taunt, ravage and destroy them. So it's directed or it's all written by little Marvin, who I wasn't very familiar. I wasn't familiar with before, but it seems like this is like really his first big break. 
Uh, it's a 10 episode series on Amazon Prime, and I've watched the first three episodes. And it's like, you know, like if Get Out and Us and stuff like that hadn't already come out, I would probably fucking love this. But it's yeah. it's one of those things where I don't want to deter anyone from checking it out because like the horror elements of the show are really like the show is very well made. It's very well put together, but it's like a carbon copy of like us. Especially, like it's called them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That, right? and then, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, but on top of that, like it's I don't know if you guys remember, like when the trailer for Get Out came out, like there's always trailers that will set the tone for the rest of the decade of what everyone's going to try and bite. Mm-hmm. And obviously Get Out won like Oscars and everything. So, of course, they're going to people are going to pull from this. But I'm getting they use the actual like soundtrack from us. Like it, it's like really? super. Yeah. And like I can't remember what their name That's is, so but weird. there's uh, there's multiple songs that were in us. And also it stars the dot one of the daughters. Uh-huh. She's in us. Yeah. And it's just like it's all very, very familiar. Like I've seen this and I've seen it recently. Where oh right. It won Academy Awards. It was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jordan Peele stuff. But but at the same time, like it is it's more of that. So if you're a fan of that, it's probably gonna do something for you. There is some genuinely creepy stuff in it. Like I was telling my friend Nick, like we were talking about because I know he's a big fan of it. Like it actually like not a lot of stuff scares me these days, but there were a couple sequences in them that I was like, that was fucking tremendously done. Like it was so cool. Like granted it was done, you know, three years ago, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things though. Like, you know, a lot of people don't talk about like how Jordan Peele used a lot of Hitchcock shots, but he's always been very upfront about, it. he's like, yeah. obviously I'm a huge fan of Alfred Hitchcock and he uses that in his filmmaking, but now it's, this little Marvin guy, whoever the directors they got to do, it, it's like, man, this just like everything about it. It's just like they're trying so hard to fit into that mold of what is in right now. And it's, you know, they, they I guess with the way you could look at it, too, is how many fucking zombie shows that we had. And people didn't really complain too much about that when they first started all coming out. Um, but it's just it's a little familiar for me. So I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to keep working my way through it. But it's definitely not one that I'm like, it's it's just not doing a lot for me just because it reminds me so much of better things, you know? Yeah, like, that I'm, was... a, I'm a huge fan of us. Like, I really like us. Oh, yeah. I, I like really us, good. too. And guys, I'm, I'm glad we should put it out there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm glad somebody said it, finally. <laughs> um, but that was my concern as well. I was like, man, this really looks like the movie Us. Like, this looks almost way too close, but like more of a, I guess, a modern version of it. Or wait, no. Us takes place in the present. Yeah. Wait a minute. Basically, yeah. There's there's like a scary amount of similarities. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not like it, it's not bad. It's just it's yeah. more of the same thing from someone who didn't make the last two that look like this. I think it's interesting you brought up like zombie stuff, though, because it's like a, a, a when a new thing is kind of introduced and things copy that. Is it are, are they doing like a new genre that is like a Jordan Peele sort of look and feel or or is it just like copying this? And I think for the first few, it's just going to be copying it. And then you might see it snowball and it might become like a genre, but I think it's too soon and too few. Yeah. To well, that's like, also, so you're just doing Jordan Peele, you know? Yeah. Well, that, that's yeah, a good point, like though. The, the concept of like a Groundhog's Day type movie where like <laughs> exactly. when yeah. that first happened and like there was a like a movie that was similar to it, it's like, oh, it's just like Groundhog's Day or whatever, but for like whatever genre. But now it's just like Happy that's kind day. of its own little oh, like, it's like a new thing. Yeah. yeah. Genre, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, you don't hear people complain about this. I think I think that the difference is though, it's like 
it's the the fact that the kid from us is in it is a little I mean, distracting yeah. and also <laughs> yeah. though like when you hear like the like m- one of my favorite parts about us pro- like i like i said i really like that movie there's a lot of people out there who just sh- want to shit on it i'm a big fan oh, oh i love but us. the Thank yeah you. the score is my favorite part like yeah. i i love the score to that movie like it's so fucking good and so creepy and then it's like everyone's doing the same fucking thing where they yeah. like and it's the same with like I know even Brent you didn't like it I think me and Boozy are the only people on earth who liked Unhinged uh, with <laughs> Russell Crowe I, th- I truly think we're like but we both like really like we're like that was like way better than people are saying it is but That's it's awesome. the same thing with like you know every trailer has a slowed down version of a song like mm-hmm. a cover of a song like there's the they do the Nirvana cover in Unhinged. And it's just like, it's getting so fucking old seeing people use all the same tricks over and over and over again. Granted, you guys are literally on a horror podcast, which has done like, you look at how many times has Halloween been done at this point? Yeah, yeah. Not even just in that franchise, like even Scream is a riff on Halloween. Like mm-hmm. it's built slashers, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I still like if if you're a huge fan, it's one of those things that's like, if you're a huge fan of Jordan Peele stuff and like that style of filmmaking you're probably going to get something out of it, but there's also a chance that you'll be annoyed because yeah. it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, I had, but I'm um, looking at it when it first came out, obviously it's called them and it looked like us. And I was like, this just looks like a copy of that. But the trailer that, yeah, the, I mean that, that and alone is just like, okay, this is the same thing. And the uh, poster. Yeah. Like it's so much of it, but I expected, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's literally the <laughs> same fucking thing. thing. I yeah. expected more complaints about that, but whenever I was following people that were watching it, they were like piecing out because it was so like dark or so it is violent dark. or something. And I was like, Oh, well I didn't, I mean, I expected that to be fine, but it seemed like with like, I guess because it all was like about race and everything, they were like, this is like too much. Um, so, so far you've, you've gotten three episodes in has that, like that hasn't really deterred you for that part of it though, right? Well, I will say the third episode I watched six days ago and mm-hmm. I watched the Snyder cut four times. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if you wanted to, you would have finished it. He's a yeah. compromise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could watch episode four or I could watch by fourth viewing. Yeah. Oh, Actually, you know what? I, I wasn't going to talk about like I I am I was only going to talk about one today, but I want to mention one more because I watched it this weekend again. It's one of my like all time favorite movies that is just absolute dog shit. That is my apps. Like it's actually like I've said many times it's in my top 20 favorite horror movies of all time. Anaconda. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, what, unless you got buns, huh? Hey, it's true. that movie this is so out bad, but so fun. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. man, we, I watched yeah. it at my friend Jambi's house. He's a he's also a comic book guy. He's I don't know if you guys follow each other, but yeah, he um yeah, he has a cabin he has a cabin in the woods in like the middle of nowhere, and oh he has a hundred. He's the what? It, are there ritual sacrifices going on underneath that cabin? Not yet. Oh, uh, yet okay. we're, we're building the plot for a cool <laughs> yeah. trip, Brent. Yeah. Oh wait, which one am I? Uh oh. We're the first well, again. Unfortunately, you are brown. You're 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 out first. Oh, I, won't, I won't even make it to the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stop at that rest stop, and I'm done for. Fuck. God damn it. But All anyways, right. I'm in. He, he hadn't seen Anaconda since it like came out when he was younger. So I was like, dude, you have to because he has a 104 inch projector screen in there. It's like the only thing that's out there, and then a PA system which we use for the sound. So it's super fucking loud. So I was like. 
it is my dream. To, I never saw Anaconda in the theater because I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, so it's been my dream to see Anaconda in the theater. And my God, it is so much fun every time you watch them. Like, I don't care what anyone says. That movie is ridiculous as hell. All of the ridiculous points are what make it a classic for me. Like, I think this movie is yeah. so much better than people think. And by better, <laughs> by better, I'm meaning like it is just thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. There is a lot of amazing creature stuff, though. Like, yeah, I think you were talking before I cut you off for the millionth time, Stephen. Uh, but we were oh. like the the Who practice. Likes it? That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, pra- the practical effects of the actual snake are awesome. Like they're so good. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was like a hundred each second of the Anaconda on screen was something like a hundred thousand oh dollars. Like when it, when it was, uh, when it was VFX, like when they, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Uh, um, that movie they reviewed on, um, how did this get made? And it maybe yeah. rewatch it again because the way they talked about it, right. And I was like, God, that movie is like fucking fun, man. It's so stupid. There's a, a waterfall moves up at one point because they like reverse <laughs> yeah. the footage. It's great. Like it's like nobody looked at anything. John Voight's Cad- accent is just, crazy. Oh, John Voight is like yeah. he he makes up a race in that movie. Like, he's like, <laughs> we have no idea who you are or where you're from or yeah. what that accent is. But he's also making up facts about anacondas. The whole movie is like. You know, the thing about anacondas is they have heat seekers in their eyes. It's like, <laughs> checks Google. Nope, nope, that's nope. not true. He's like, well, they can grow to be 600 feet. It's like, nope, nope. <laughs> He's just fucking insane. It's uh, so insane in the movie where it's like, how did they track us so easily? He's like, well, that's the thing about an anaconda. They're great at long division. Wait, what? That doesn't, I don't, that doesn't apply to this. That's not map tracking skills. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, yeah. either way, I'm just here to once again say that I'm a huge uh, Anaconda stan. I love that movie so much. I want to watch it again now. It's been a, a few years since I watched it from that other podcast. So it's such a blast. And you also have Ice Cube listening to his own song oh. on the boat. Like those are <laughs> my those are some of my favorite moments. I guess once again back to the fanatic when Devin Saw was showing his kid. Limp Thank Biscuit. you. I yeah, was going so there. Good. Yeah, but it was like a deep cut off their most recent album. But it's like. Uh, no, actually, it was the uh, was it like from the truth or whatever? Yeah. Like it was a, a deep cut biscuit album. But then like he's like driving around, he's like yeah, this is what you like. It's like Devin saw was talking to his this kid. Is yeah, the good like, shit. This is the real shit. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but it's like those two minutes. I'm like wow, this is indulgent. Shouldn't be here to begin with, but so long. Wow. Okay, yeah. we're going for uh, it. Like it would have been so good if he just like let in with a ready to go that this rock shit don't rock anymore. <laughs> 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 I love oh god so good alright well do you guys want to talk about Chronicle and Brightburn yeah for sure alright we'll be right back after these this trailer you're probably going to want to get this on camera I don't want to do it dude I don't want to do it okay are you ready okay, come on yes. do it give me a countdown I will okay. I promise ah <laughs> Are we rolling? I'm gonna get the gum. Pull it right out of his mouth. <laughs> wait, 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 why are we running? I got this one. Just wait. Just wait. She's <laughs> <laughs> just looking at it. This is my theory, though, is that it's like a muscle. Watch this. Dude! Holy crap! That's why I think we're getting stronger, you know? 
She thinks it's stolen. She has no she idea. Stolen. Yes, it was the black guy this time. <laughs> He's for working it out. There's nothing stopping us. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's just some weird nigga. What the hell is this guy's problem? Was it an accident, Andrew? Andrew? I'm worried about Andrew. Listen to me. We can't screw Wait, around with this. It's too dangerous. Andrew, it's what, not what, a game. Andrew! Stop this right now! What is that? Alright, dude, we're going inside. Steve, wait up. Matt, look at this. Holy <laughs> Mitch, I want you to be honest. Do you think I'm black? <laughs> where that comes from? Because and we're doing it. Oh my god. Because my skin tone is three shades darker than Tom Petty's now. That means I'm black. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's just gonna. I'll control quick, my quick lower myself. waist. <laughs> Tell it to get itself in shape. Damn. Oh man. The joke. The joke was because you're always referencing how we only have white guys on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt oh, like I... I needed to explain that to you, like um, like Marvin the Martian. You know. I gotta let you know. All right, so we are gonna start off with Chronicle from 2012. So I figure we'll go in order of release. Should Wait. we go order of release or alphabetical order? Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go order of release because that's how I watched them. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. So I don't get um, wires. Yes. Yeah. So we are talking about first. We're gonna start off with Chronicle, which is directed by Josh Trank, uh, well-known, beloved director of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> never done anything wrong. The next. Never movie. done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Never. He's yeah. never worked with a piece of shit. Oh, okay. And this one's written by Max Landis mm-hmm. and yeah. Josh Trank. Uh, so yeah, the screenplay was by Max Landis, son of John Landis. Listen, guys, we've seen what Chet Hanks has been up to lately. So, like, <laughs> we can't blame everyone for their dipshit kids. <laughs> Someone tweeted about him. They were like, "I every time I see anything Chet Hanks says, I think it's a practical joke. Like yeah. Tom Hanks could not have birthed this, you know, no. been a part of this birth. It's so weird." I yeah. Th- yeah, God. Okay. Um, yeah, so we are talking. Yeah, let's talk about Chronicle. So this one is was starring Dane DeHaan, Alex Russell, Michael B. Jordan, Michael Kelly, Ashley Henshaw. There's some big names in this movie. Like, I just mm-hmm. love that. Like, do you, are you guys familiar with Michael Kelly very well? Like, the he plays the abuse yeah. of dad. He's in like some, he's like in a bunch of shows and stuff that I've always seen him in. Yeah. Uh, speaking of garbage yeah. people he was yeah. really good in he house, in of, house cards. of cards yeah, yeah he was really good at house of cards he was uh, really good. when he shows up in this because at first you just kind of hear his dad be a prick and talk about beating him or whatever and then you see him later it's like oh it's that dude like i never know his, his dad name. was being a prick yeah this guy oh i thought that was just how fathers loved you oh <laughs> you know how your dad loves you with his fist closed you know it's one of those things it's like a hug and a hand <laughs> I want to say before we get going into here, there are a lot of heavy themes in Chronicle, and it's going to be hard not to make a little bit of jokes. About oh, for them sure, because, you have to. Yeah. And also just because it's so extreme, but obviously we're not meaning to make any light of like actual child abuse or anything like that. I mean, Brent, I can't speak for Brent, but yeah, yeah, he is. Like, yeah, he means it. 
yeah, I guess I'm going to have to readjust myself because I'm used to people not listening to our show where I just say whatever the fuck I want. But I guess I'll be nice to like Italians and, and the Irish and all that stuff. So, yeah, Chronicle it came on 2012 and the story is three high school friends get they gain superpowers after making an incredible discovery underground. Soon they find their lives spinning out of control and their bond uh, their bond is tested as they embrace their darker sides. So I don't know if you guys have listened yet cuz I know uh like we did a recently I did a fantasy Oscars draft with mm. Cobwebs I got or I they're not a gothic cinema podcast anymore it's just Cobwebs they just focus on old old films like mm. everything before 1970s that's what Cobwebs focuses on one Sweet. of my favorite podcasts I love that show and then inside the sequel with Chris Hurtado we went through from 1990 to 2020 talking about our favorite movies of each year. And okay. 2012, I nominated Chronicle. I hadn't okay. seen Damn. Chronicle in a very long time. It had been a long time. So, and I remember the groans that I got from the other guys when I, <laughs> so I was like, wait, is Chronicle not a good movie? So I was like, I wanted to do a show about it and I wanted you guys to be here for it. So I also think that would this, no, Michael B. Jordan, I would have seen him before in fruit no i guess yeah he blew up after this fruit bale station mm-hmm. was afterwards which right was a great the, yeah movie. right on yeah. yeah that was a really good movie but i'm trying to think did you guys watch friday night lights like were you guys friday night lights clear eyes full hearts can't lose i know no. i it's a huge issue of I mine didn't know he was on that i've seen him multiple times <laughs> that whole series yeah right on. i've heard good things i've never it never like hit me uh just like culturally or whatever but really? i didn't know michael b jordan was a part of that i know right I'm Buddy Garrity. Most of y'all know me, but for those of you who don't, I'll tell you right now that you will not find a better deal on sales or service anywhere in all of West Central Texas. Also, right now, I'm going to throw in a family feast for four at Applebee's and two Panther playoff tickets. Just remember, deep in the heart of Texas, deep in my heart, I'm your buddy. Texas forever. Two brothers living large. Transplant, and people here freaking love this place. It's kind of nice, but man... Texans are like a whole nother breed of American. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially with their football. Hug it, chug it, football. Yeah. And like, I never, like, Brent and I aren't super into sports. Uh, That's why we talk about stuff, but everything else but sports, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much. Uh, Go touchdowns. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I always saw, I always saw Brent as a big Denver Broncos guy. That's just kind of the vibe you've given off. I I will say, I do love the Denver Broncos logo. I think it's just, oh, there you go. Done. Yeah. Okay. There we have go. Have you been to the Denver airport ever? Just by chance? Because they have a giant uh, horse, like a uh, with like flaming eyes outside. This is like a real statue, like outside their thing. So you probably like that too. It's pretty. It's pretty like cool looking. What that if inside the the airport, instead of a statue of like the a bronco like horse, they've got just like a bronco vehicle, and then the <laughs> the guy was just like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I yeah. don't, I don't know <laughs> what this. It it's blue. Is. It's pretty metal. Jesus oh Christ, that's actually legit. Eye? This is Holy after. Shit. This is outside the Denver airport. Yeah, that awesome. looks like it's in the Snyder Cut. It looks, yeah, like, it does. <laughs> it looks like it's in like a Death Clock music video. Yeah, it's called the Blue Hell Mustang. Yeah. yeah. All anyway, right. Well, yeah. okay. Be, before we get on with actually talking about uh, Chronicle, I want to get the elephant out of the room about like yeah, Josh Trank, obviously not the most loved guy in Hollywood. Uh, rightfully so. The guy was kind of a dickhead. Um, but the way he handled Fant. Fant Four Stick is that? Yeah. Have Have you guys actually seen Fant Four Stick? Yes, I have. Wow. Never. I, I, 
This is what I do for the show, okay? This is what I do for Let's Talk About Stuff. Occasionally, I just take bullets, okay? Like, I'm a big uh, Marvel and, like, comic book fan in general, and, but I don't necessarily want to, like, go out of my way to see these things in theaters back when that was the thing. But I was like, you know what? This is showing up on, like, I think I watched it on FX or whatever when it was, like, streaming there. So I thought, eh, let me try this. Let me Let me watch it. And I did, and it was not good. But I will say, it's not, like, wholly unenjoyable it's just very like middle of the road mm. which i think is where most people uh get their like ire worked up or whatever like for me the worst dc eu movie is the suicide squad just because it's so mediocre i think there are definitely movies that are worse than it but it's just so like middle of the road that it's like i could feel like my skin crawl just even yeah. think about it it doesn't even commit to being bad like Green Lantern. Like, I yeah. love Green Lantern. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so fucking bad, but fuck, that movie is. Well, how could it be all bad, you know? Taika Waititi, yeah, he's in that movie. He's so fucking good. Yeah, okay, so, Stephen, you didn't watch Fant Stick? I've never seen it, yeah. Um, I had watched Chronicle once when it came out, and then whenever Fant Stick came out, I'd heard such bad things. Like, I was looking forward to it, that cast Me too. again. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was great. Um, but then when cast, it came out, I and knowing that it was things. the guy who made Chronicle. Yeah, and I was like, that's cool. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, I, I never ended up watching it. Brent, though, is like a huge Fantastic Four fan. Like, he always says that The Incredibles is the best Fantastic Four movie. And I'm like, I, I've never gotten into that comic-wise, or the movies have never been that great to me. So I'm looking forward to whatever that comes back in whatever capacity with mm -hmm. Marvel taking them over now and being like, oh, let's actually get something good. Aren't they talking about Keanu Reeves playing uh, Mr. Fantastic? Oh, interesting. Uh, I don't know. That's like probably a, like a rumor mill thing. Yeah. I'm not sure who they would cast. They've kicked around that, and like John Krasinski is Reed Richards. And, oh, he and, would be good. He would be a good Reed Richards. Yeah, I've heard that. I think that would be a good one because he was going yeah. out for Cap, and he talked about he like put on the uniform, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not meant for this role." But I'm like, he'd be cool in some capacity. He would be. Uh, that, so. To be fair, though, honestly, I wasn't even that big of a, I wasn't a huge Chris Evans fan before oh, yeah. Captain America. And I think, mm -hmm. yeah, he's so good as that role. But um, yeah. all right. So talking about Chronicle, though, like, yeah. so yeah, do you guys, did you guys both see this when it came out? Let's hear about your history with it. We'll start with uh, Brent. <gasps> Me? Okay, this is so unexpected. I didn't, I didn't know I was supposed to be talking on the show tonight. But um, yeah, so I, I saw this on a home video whenever it came out. I didn't make it to the theaters, but I do remember the promotional stuff going on around it. I remember seeing something on MTV where somebody was, uh, you know, those like um, uh, remote control like airplanes or whatever that people like fly around and you know annoy people in their neighborhoods or whatever. They had a version of this that was styled as like a human being. And they used that for like marketing purposes for like Chronicle and like from a distance, it did look like a human was like flying around like up close. You could see it was like a styrofoam cut out on like an engine and had like clear wings or whatever. But like I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. And I do think thinking back to like the commercials back in the day, I vividly remember that scene where Michael B. Jordan is like moving that car in the parking lot with his head. Yeah. Totally. And it's like it's just like so ingrained in me. I don't know. Like, I don't know a lot of stuff I learned in school. Like, honestly, I don't know who like was president before I was born. <laughs> I may not know who is like president of the US like now. But like, <laughs> I knew we got rid of a shitty one and we just got rid of yeah. it. But like um I, I, I like I will never forget like that like weird head movement that Michael B. Jordan does to like move that. Like um but I, I remember liking this movie back when I first saw it, and there's some combination of, like, real-world superhuman abilities.
abilities mixed with like um, found footage. That's like it, it works really well. I will say, like, obviously, like the budget was like this movie came out the same year as the Avengers. Right. And there's just a, a massive chasm between the special effects that you're going to see in one versus the other. But like all things, you know, taken into perspective, I do think that they hold up like somewhat well for what they were going for. You know, it's not like there's anything that's going to take you immediately out of the movie. You could tell there's a lot of wire work in this, but like, that's fine. Like it works for the story that they're, they're telling yeah. it. It is very like insular and in a small story, kind of like new mutants, but it's just like, I don't know. I, I like the characterization in these. Yeah. These movies. Yeah. And yeah. So I just looked up as $12 million. That is not much for yeah. a superhero movie, especially um, but this was even this was like right when the superhero shit was really taken off. Like you said, the Avengers was coming out at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely an interesting take seeing like an indie director uh, or like a first time yeah, like yeah. Hollywood director taking on something like this. But Stephen, what was your experience with Chronicle when you first saw it? Yeah, I don't remember if I saw it in the theater or rental. I figured I don't think I would have seen this in the theater, though, but I did see it the year it came out. Um and I saw it after a lot of the hype. So I feel like when I first saw it, um, it was like, it was good. But I remember being like, yeah, I don't really, like, it's okay. Um, and so it never really, like, I don't remember watching this again until this viewing now. So uh, the way you talked about it, Mitch, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what you think about it. Because I don't really know. I thought people really liked this movie. And I was the one that didn't like it. But then re-watching it, I was like, oh, I liked this movie. Um, and I actually watched like another half of it again before the show. Cause I had watched it like last week and I wanted to get refreshed before we talked about it. And I was like, Oh yeah, I do dig this movie. Um, so it took, it took actually like a few years for me to kind of come around to it. Um, and I love this double feature that you suggested, by the way, this yeah. is such a good pairing. Um, yeah. really cool and to see this, these dark versions of these together, you know? There's absolutely no one I can think of that I would rather talk to about these movies in particular. But there was also just like a couple times watching Brightburn and this movie. I was like, I I just want to know what you guys think about this. Because oh, I right hear enough, you yeah. guys talk about superheroes so much in comic books and comic book movies. Um, so I definitely want you guys to be on this. But yeah, like this was a movie when it first came out. I remember seeing the trailer and being like, this is going to be really bad like i remember oh, the yeah. trailer was like this <laughs> is gonna okay. be fucking bad awesome. and then i remember that was like right around the time where rotten tomatoes was becoming popular and it was getting like insanely positive reviews like really positive reviews. see i was like okay well i go to everything anyways i saw green lantern on opening night with my green lantern shirt on <laughs> and so, holy fuck i've never zipped up my hoodie so quick <laughs> <laughs> So Ben, I I took I think okay I took nine people to see Green. Oh Lantern. my god! And that destroyed my movie cred for a long time with my friends. You're still it making was, amends. Wow, damn. Oh yeah, it was pretty bad. But uh, but You're yeah, like, no, I bought I, a row of seats. Yeah, like, it's true. Oh, I dude, I bought it was hundreds not, of dollars. Not only a row, but another row behind oh, us. So we beautiful. had like my, I had friends sitting behind me in Green Lantern. But yeah, no, so I went and saw Chronicle, like, I think it was opening night, it was back in the time where I was just, you know, every single movie that came out, I was going to see it on opening night, and I fucking loved it, like, I was one of those guys feeding the hype for Chronicle, like, I thought it was so good, Um, I still think there's a, like, there's a ton of positive to say about it, but I've definitely seen the problematic parts that don't hold up for me in a way like i think none of the none of the visual effects is the issue for me here it's that this is like 
this is a straight up incel movie. Like it is <laughs> straight up. Like, and Dane DeHaan is like, he's so irritating to watch now in the, the new world that we're living in where yeah. we get to see fucking idiots posting on Facebook live before they kill people. It's like, there's so many similarities to his character to these like famous, horrible people. It may, it was pretty like uncomfortable in a lot of ways, but I think the VFX and everything like that, that's none of the issue with the movie for me. Like I think those scenes like where they're flying around and like flying around airplanes and throwing Mm -hmm. footballs and shit. I'm like, man, this is like, this is what I always dreamed of as a kid, but played out on screen. And then obviously it takes a very dark, dark route. And I think that that's also like one of the successes of the movie. One of the things that works so well is how fucking dark it gets. Cause like the last 20 minutes of this movie is pretty nuts. Like it's, yeah. it's Oh yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things in this movie that are just pretty fucking rank, but bottom line, this movie proves the point I've been trying to make since I was six years old. Girls will fuck you. If you do magic. <laughs> that's what you took from this movie that love is it. why don't they love me I'm attractive I have money I do magic <laughs> and what card am I holding up is yeah. this your card yeah yeah and that, that's the other thing too I don't know did you guys watch American Vandal oh I remember about that but I don't think I actually watched it yeah 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 okay the first season is legitimately fucking hilarious but uh, Jimmy Tatro he's like the funnier die one of the funnier die guys but uh it's on netflix it's so it's so good it's just like a, a making a murder documentary series yeah, about a yeah. guy who's like who painted dicks on the teacher's cars <laughs> like that yeah. it's all set <laughs> and around, it's like all but, serious and stuff right yeah but there's yeah. this guy in the there's this guy in the show called alex trimboli and he's like people don't like him because he's like the greasy nerdy kid who lied about getting a hand job from the hottest girl in school <laughs> Oh, like yeah. That's like a that's like a whole arc in American Vandal, and Dane DeHaan plays Alex Tremboli in this movie. Like, there's so yeah. many times where I'm like, "Holy fuck, you are Alex Tremboli." I didn't think about it that way, uh, the the incel thing, but it makes total sense what you're saying. And I, I have seen, I can't think of anything right now, but there's some things I've watched like recently that you know came out like a decade ago, like this one or whatever, and and the new light of how everything has happened with like more like school shootings or shootings in general and like incel stuff and right wing stuff like right. This movie would never get made right now. Yeah. Right. Like it really does change your look about it too. Like I hadn't thought about that watching it, but now that you mentioned it, if I rewatch this now, I'd be like, Hmm, yeah, I would totally see that and be like, this guy is a douche. Clearly they're just douchey high school kids, you know, like it, it Mm. it really, it does. This reminds me of like a school shooting movie but it's a superhero movie. So you don't look at it that way. Cause he's not holding an AK 47. He's just like killing people with his bare hands. That's interesting. You brought that up. Cause one of the movies I thought about while watching this was uh, elephant. Oh, um, I love that movie. Gus Van Sant movie. Well, right. I, I, I appreciate that movie. I yeah. Well, say. yeah, sure. Cause so, it's a yeah. miserable experience, but fuck is it good? I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Uh, Gus Van Sant did like, hmm. um, yeah, it's like a school shooting movie. Elephant is it's like it it's, takes place like in the last day of this kid's life when he's like planning on going to shoot up a school. And then like it goes through the motions of that. Uh, and this is kind of like it made me think of the same kind of thing. Um, and the, and that's I don't know with Dane DeHaan's character, but he plays it so well that I didn't really connect it with like a school shooting type of thing necessarily. It just kind of made me think of that. But he is basically like a school shooter with powers. And what would that do to him? Um, but I also felt, I don't know, like rewatching it now, like I felt for his character because they show like his mom is dying and his dad is like a horrible person who beats him. And like he gets bullied at school and all this stuff. And you realize like 
there are things in his life that are kind of making him this way. And that's really, it was interesting in my head to watch like a, a villain get made instead of, especially if you're going into this thinking it might be, they're going to be heroic at all. Um, but then like, you don't want to watch a school shooter become the school shooter necessarily, no. you know, like you don't want to see this kid really go bad. You just kind of like, I did kind of feel for him, even though I don't agree with his decisions after that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, cause he goes fucking nuts yeah uh, at the end of it but yeah he's bonkers and there's there's like the thing about the whole incel thing is there's actually lines in this movie where he says like they're talking about oh i haven't had sex in like a mm. week or something like that and it's just like first of all you guys are in high school i don't know about you guys mm. were were people having sex in high school <laughs> <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe the guy who's hosting a podcast at 30 about horror movies <laughs> might check out that i wasn't necessarily having a lot of sex but then Dana Han's like I have I haven't had sex in for like ever and then it's like holy shit yeah this is just incel incel energy yeah but at the same time it's a it's it's a villain story it's a horror movie so um the fact that he's brutal like I think the key is that we don't we don't really sympathize with Dane DeHaan by the end and I think that that's what's important Mm -hmm. uh that's what makes it stand out still as like a good movie but it I, is. Yeah, I, I agree with that, but also uh, I don't want to necessarily. I don't know how much we'll talk about each movie or whatever, but like spoiling the end or whatever. I, I at the end of this one versus the end of Brightburn, I like I like Brightburn better because I want to see the villain win at the end. Basically, like I want to see like what happens next after this. Yeah. You know, and I yeah, like sure. how that kind of kept playing. And then in this one, um, that other guy, I, like I like Michael B. Jordan so much uh, mm-hmm. as an actor and stuff in this, especially. And then his character was more interesting than the other guy, like the actual like cousin of Dane DeHaan. I wish that they were kind of switched um, because I didn't even realize until the end that I was like, oh, I should care about his cousin at all. I just thought he was like a throwaway character. He's and so sudden, he's, he's just like left, you know? a generic white dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's exactly. just I, so I, I, like, forgettable. Um, yeah. And I don't really care. Like they talked about there were sequels, you know, planned or unplanned for this movie. Like Max Landis was kind of getting in hot water whenever they were planning those and he was writing it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know where this would go now that I would even yep. care about it um, because I don't really care about the guy and I don't really care about him being good. Yeah. I cared about the guy that was fucking crazy. Yeah, that I, like, I don't, I don't want a sequel to this. Like, I think this yeah, is I like it's if good. it's at its best being a standalone. And yeah, so that's th- those are my general thoughts. Brent. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I've just been letting this whiskey take hold of me uh, fully. My face is so warm he's, right now. I thought you were on addictinggames.com. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, sorry. I was on OnlyFans. Let me close that tab real yeah. quick. Hold on. Hold on. Check, uh, yeah, check my Neopets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make sure they're thin and watered. Uh, <laughs> oh, have they have been dead again. for 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, rest in peace, I guess. Rib. Um. Yeah, so uh, real quick, you were talking about, um, you know, how we, uh, you know, we're, we, the more we find about, find out about people in like Hollywood, the the less we like them because all these allegations come out, and it's just uh, it's troubling to hear and have to deal with as consumers of entertainment. But I will say that we have to give ourselves credit as well because there's an actor in this movie who shares the name with one of the, if not the greatest basketball player that's ever lived, Michael B. Jordan. But we don't, we don't ever. I thought you were going to be like, there's a character named Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla, yeah. 
<laughs> and Godzilla got busy. Um, but we don't ever like talk about that. Like we simply just know that's Michael B. Jordan. And then also mm. there's a basketball player named Michael Jordan. And that's look, true. that's true. For Stephen and I, at least, there's not concentric circles that uh, in this Venn diagram that overlap. Like really, we just talk about Michael B. Jordan. It's like, oh, there's a basketball guy. Okay, cool. But like, if if Michael B. Jordan was not an incredible actor, we'd be like, oh, this fucking guy. He thinks he's fucking Michael Jordan of acting. What yeah. do you stand for? Basketball? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we like him. He's fucking good. We, we dig it. So let's give ourselves credit for this, right? Yeah. I was I was named that. I was named Michael B. Jordan before that no telling ass clown came there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get off the space. <laughs> but um, well, the, he was uh, born in '87, so yeah, arguably he was around before oh, Michael Jordan was like. Maybe we haven't yeah. seen the last dance. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> The dance continues. Now, if we can get Michael B. Jordan to play Michael Jordan in a movie, which seems possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Space Jam I 3, really like same. Michael B. Jordan. Like, he's just such a good actor. Like, I, I really, I've, I can't oh, yeah, think of anything great. I haven't enjoyed him in. Like, I loved him in Black Panther, too. Sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. He's really good in it. Um, the, uh, the other thing I was going to say, it's completely left my brain at this point, because look, I've just been talking for a while, got a little bit of whiskey in, in my guts right now. Oh, I remember what it was. So, uh, uh, Dane DeHaan's cousin in this movie, um, you could tell like when he starts dating that, that blonde haired girl, um, because his hair instantly gets better because he's got like the worst bowl haircut. It's like, it's like if a bowl haircut could also be sad, that's what his haircut looks like. Are you talking about but Dane DeHaan or his cousin? His cousin, his cousin. Okay. So they like, both at, got bad haircuts. Yeah, they both have true. bad haircuts, but like the cousin is like extra bad. It's just like combed down. And it's like, it's, it was never like a cool haircut. I feel like the, the hair person just like took the day off or maybe they couldn't like fit him in the schedule. It's like, dude, you're supposed to be here like 30 minutes ago. You have to be on set now. So just like, I don't know, rake it down with your weird fingers and then just get on set. But like, we only have $12 million. We need to spend that budget on fake balls. We need to do some CGI balls later for some (laughs) juggling act. We got to do a hair person. (laughs) But then like, as he, he starts dating this girl, like the next scene he shows up and his hair is like kind of pulled over to the side. Like there's a part in it, you know, like, off to the side it just it looks better with like minimal effort it's like at that funeral scene or whatever but then like you know toward the end of the movie his hair is back to being stupid again um so i guess like i don't know i guess the main point of this whole thing is like he could have had better hair get a better haircut you fucking nerd then come back to talk (laughs) Mm -hmm. to me yeah yeah like and that's like i don't want to make light of child abuse in any way but did anyone feel anyone else feel like it was slightly over the top (laughs) Like there, there were a time like, like I, it just made me think of Bam Margera running in on Phil Margera <laughs> taking his shit <laughs> and starts punching him and slapping him on the toilet. Another <laughs> thing that's just like embedded deep into yeah. my brain. I'll never forget that. Oh, I wish Max Landis was beaten by his dad like that. <laughs> <laughs> but his dad was too busy killing people on film sets. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, a whole troublesome family kind of there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I love the dad being like, I found your camera. You think those people are your friends? Plot twist. This kid is Zack Snyder, and those those were home videos were eight hours long. He had to watch all of them. <laughs> yeah, like That'd he's like, lot. how much did you watch, dad? Did you yeah. see those sections of me jerking off? <laughs> oh, please tell me. Like, if you can make a camera hover above you, oh, yeah. you're, you're just definitely Dane DeHaan looking in the mirror and like flexing <laughs> with his shirt off, being like, I'm built different. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine his, I mean, he's up in the clouds at least twice. We see him up there. It's like his alone time. So That's he's definitely jerking it up movie. there, right? 
I think well, the like, worst part of the movie is like, just leave me alone, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> His like whiny voice was so grating. But the thing is, like, he's doing what he's supposed to do that in the movie. That thing. Yeah. yeah. But just leave me alone, Steve. <laughs> A bottom line, I think that there's so many moments in this movie throughout that actually work so well. Like specifically watching Dane DeHaan really like change and start turning into like the yeah. mutant that he is. And, like, I love, like, the whole, it's in the trailer, like, him pushing the, the vehicle off behind him. Like, that was such an intense sequence and just, like, a really cool idea. I just, like, I grew up on the whole CKY, Jackass, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. The, so I really appreciated this style of filmmaking with something as crazy as superheroes. Yeah. So I think that, like, it automatically gets points for me for that. Um, but I will say, like, without a doubt, this thing has gone down for me since I since I've seen it before. But I think that a lot of that has to do with just the world generally being a shitty place. And it wasn't the great escapism that I was looking for this time yeah. around. Yeah, because uh, it's like we see this shit all the time. And like, you know, entitled white kids who are, you know, they have their sob story. Granted, this is a fucking terrible story, like of like him getting beaten by his dad and everything. But yeah, I mean, he gets bullied by those kids, but it's kind of. I mean, bullying is bad, and but the kids are like it's kind of well, like typical movie stuff. I mean, like in general, like bullying is you know, but like well. he... <laughs> <laughs> what they do to deserve it, you know, what were they wearing? Okay, they but when he rips when he rips those that those teeth out of that kid, that's oh, like so cool, horrific. It's so cool again, and it's yeah. so horrific that he did that. But then the next scene when he's just in the bathroom, just being like, eh, eh, and this one, uh, this one, I, I looped around the, the the root, so I got the whole thing. Like, he's so into it. And it's, that was like the moment when I was like, this is so creepy. Like, yeah. he's really fucked up. It's uh, a rank movie. Like, this yeah, is yeah, like, I remember is, seeing, like, when I saw the trailer, I, th- I was expecting, like, honestly, like, I totally felt this was going to end up being something like Jumper. I don't know if you guys even remember that, but like the Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen in that movie. <laughs> Holy fuck. I watched Jumper like last week. Really? <laughs> I'm going to lie. It's, it was on Amazon. I, I think it was on Amazon. I was like, I haven't I, seen Jumper in a while. I saw it when it came out and I remember liking it, but. Mm-hmm. Cool story. The way I saw it was I saw it before it hit theaters here. Because my friend went to Mexico and bought a bootleg DVD off of the <laughs> oh, beach. Wow. A, on the beach, there was a bunch of bootleg. He's like, Jumper, this isn't out for like three months. He's like, got it. Yeah. He's like, this is a good, good quality rip. It wasn't. Like, it had like Malaysian <laughs> subtitles on it. <laughs> hey, at least you got that instead of like a fucking camcorder sitting in. I've watched a movie like that before. Someone like recorded in a theater. Mm-hmm. That's how I watched Like Mike. <laughs> that was the, the two first movies I ever downloaded. I, I downloaded them on LimeWire, and it was on the same day wow. I did Like Mike, Like Mike, and Eight Mile. Eight Mile, what a wow! Okay. What a fucking double feature that was. Eminem versus oh the God. Falcon. Hell yeah, <laughs> man! And the Falcon? Yeah. Oh, from Anthony the yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, I thought you were saying Anthony Mackie was uh, was in Like Mike. Which I was like, he might be. I've never seen it. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying, too. And I was like, that is Lil Bow Wow, Brent, you (laughs) racist piece of shit. (laughs) Wow, wow. Wow, damn. You are into bullying. Yeah, got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I think it's so important. (laughs) It's so important to a child's life, you know. I wouldn't be the successful 30-year-old man hosting a Mm. horror podcast if it wasn't for those bullies, you know? (laughs) Okay, well, you say it that way. Oh, man, I love a good noogie. Oh, yeah, noogies are great. From brothers, though. That's how I got bullied. 
Yeah, see, I always do that to my cousin. That and the five star. Did you guys have five stars in the States? Oh, oh man. That? It's where yeah, you world just... star, but that's about it. Oh, world star is even better. Actually, yeah. I don't know. Like, cause this is a legitimate thing that kids used to do all over the place here. Like, it would just be, you yell five star and you slap someone as hard as you can on their back. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. And it, it hurts really, really bad. Damn. <laughs> I remember my guy, my, one of my friends got like a huge, uh, back tattoo one day when he was in he was still in grade 12 but he got a full like it was a cross like a cross covering his entire back so he earned that five star but yeah i don't know i don't really have many more things to say about uh chronicle but i did think that the whole like relationship between uh dane dehan's cousin and that casey girl was just really fucked up too like i was like what kind of relationship is this like every every time that they're on screen together they're just like bitching at each other but it seems like it's like there is zero percent chance there's going to be any chemistry here. And yeah, then... it's kind of weird. I, I feel like um, you had mentioned like the found footage thing. I think that's part of the reason I didn't quite like this when it first came out. I was kind of over that a little bit. Yeah. Um, like I love some of those movies, but I don't like I was like, whatever. But this one does it pretty well. But I feel like that girl was literally in the movie because she's a video blogger and they needed another camera. Yeah, you know? he's like, oh shit, I forgot to write a female character, so let's yeah, right. throw like, this I'm one in. Throw here. fucking one in. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like she was kind of throwaway, and every time she's like, I'm gonna record this, I was like, it's because you need a camera at this scene. <laughs> like, exactly. It yeah. was so that was the one that was really noticeable to me. I liked the rest of it when, especially when Dane DeHaan kind of just learns to make it float. It's kind of like a good way to write that out. I like that. Yeah. yeah, and that I'm, was like yeah. right when drones first started coming out. Where like you know, oh, yeah. not you didn't have to have a hundred million dollar movie to have a couple drone shots. Maybe yeah. that's what that was that I was seeing in the uh, the mm. the human shaped little like drone people. That's what that's, it was, not the yeah. yeah that's that what I pictured. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were talking about the some like airplanes flying around like remote control. I was like, no, dude, those are drones, and they're filming you. Hmm. Oh wow, <laughs> interesting. What are those? Well, mine. Yeah. I guess I was going to say, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop jacking off my backyard, but I'm really not. I'm just not. <laughs> no, I was going to do it twice as yeah. often now. Yeah. Treat, treat yourself, King. That's right. Um, <laughs> do you guys have anything else you want to say about Chronicle before we move on? Uh, no, I think I'm good. Well, I will echo your sentiment that uh, I, I enjoyed it. It's a shorter movie. It's right around like 90 minutes or so. Um, oh, and it, it moves at a pretty decent pace for it being a smaller movie. And, uh, but yeah, I, I remember liking it back in the day and I thought it was kind of like, uh, just better than okay this time around. Like I'm, I'm not clamoring to watch it again, but I don't think it's like offensively bad or anything. That's exactly where I'm at where yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, maybe I got a little horny with giving it a best of the year nomination in 2012. I love that you just did that too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and also, yeah, exactly. I did it like two weeks ago. This wasn't yeah. like in 2013. This was like two no. weeks ago. <laughs> and you had, ju- you had also just mentioned that Avengers came out that year mm-hmm. and I did not nominate that. I nominated Chronicle. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, like both Chronicle and, and Avengers, both non-problematic writers, uh, no issues at all with, with anyone working in Hollywood at that point. So that's the good thing. That's something we can all feel good about. So the Michael B. Jordan thing, and then also everyone who's ever worked on a movie in 2012 and 2013, just stellar, stellar human beings, no problems at all. Yeah, Absolutely. We always know that that's where you go for, like, true, like, human authenticity is mm-hmm, Hollywood. Sure. Of course, um, yeah. So speaking of which, let's talk about in 2019 – uh, his name is da- David Yurovsky is the director's name. He released his, I, believe, I think, yeah, this was his first feature. Nope, this was totally not his first feature. Sorry. 
This oh, is no, his he latest. has another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Hive. I still haven't seen it. It's on Hive. Amazon Prime. He did do uh, the trailer, or sorry, the music video for the song Hater for Korn. Oh, and Hater, he, wow. I think when I looked him up, because um, he didn't have a mm-hmm. movie, he was something else. Mm-hmm. He did that uh, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with uh, the David Hasselhoff music video that they did. Right. Like that. Oh, he directed okay. that yeah. thing, yeah. Because he's good friends with uh, the, Gun, the Gun brothers, Brian Gunn and James Gunn. Who Brian Gunn, I believe, was a writer on this film. Nope, that is not true. Yeah, Brian yes. and Mark Gunn. Mitch, what are yep. you looking at right now? What is where where are these facts coming from? Pornhub. I can tell you're reading com. something, but it's not it's not at all accurate. I'm uh, I'm on the wrong site. I'm on the wrong site. There's Sasha Gray. I'm reading uh here's a fact about this movie I got off of Laffy Taffy dot candy. <laughs> Oh. All right. So, yeah, but Brightburn, it follows. Um, what if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? That is the plot of Brightburn. Um, so, yeah, and this movie stars Elizabeth Banks, David Denman, otherwise known as Roy, uh, Jackson A. Dunn as Brandon Beyer. And that's all we really need to focus on here. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you guys see this one when it came out? I feel like I would have heard you guys talk about this on LTAS. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I had seen, I had only seen this like last year or maybe in the last few months even. I can't remember. Um, I waited a while. I watched it on video. So I don't remember Brent though. Uh, yeah, you watched it because you talked about it briefly, but I hadn't seen yeah. it. So you did like a spoiler free uh, mm-hmm. discussion about it uh, probably around a year ago or so. Um, but I watched it for the first time last Saturday. Uh, wow. and yeah, so I'd, I'd never seen it, but I I was interested from like the very first trailer or whatever. I just never made it out to theaters to see it. Yeah. And um, yeah, just didn't watch it till last Saturday. But I didn't know anybody uh, who had seen it like at the time. Um, mm-hmm. I think like my uncle went and I was like, I don't trust his opinion um, yeah. on movies. So I don't know, <laughs> but he liked it. And I was like, well, we'll see. But I, I saw it, it on yeah, I so. saw it on opening night there were three other people in the theater. Oh, really? Damn, so I think actually... it, it definitely got beat up at the box office. Like, yeah. not just because, you know, that like, you can't gauge on just what the box office was like in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. This movie didn't do great. Um, yeah. So there wasn't a ton of people there, but it was one that I was very excited about just because I'm a huge fan of James Gunn. I love both those Gunn brothers. Like, pretty much anything they do, I'll give it a shot. And, um, yeah. Is that I... a gun joke? Is that what that was? Give it a shot? <laughs> Is that a gun, oh, gun reference? <laughs> You're good. You pulled a yeah. breath. Don't don't I I don't know what the those other guys who've been talking to me have been saying about you, man. But I, you're all right. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good. Yeah, I don't good. believe what anyone tells you. You're all right. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> so yeah, Brent, let's hear about it. So you saw this thing for the first time last Saturday. What'd you think of it? So I liked it. I think between this and Chronicle, I like this one a bit more. Um, look, we've been doing this thing on Let's Talk About Stuff where we've been uh, rewatching these DC movies, right? Starting with uh, mainly the Snyderverse movies up to this point. And uh, my whole thing is uh, Superman. He's just a good dude, okay? He's, uh, he was raised well. He's just a good dude. Um, people argue with me. And they're wrong. Um, this is what happens if Superman is not a good dude. And I think that's uh, that's an important distinction. So whenever people... Right, the, uh, the the Superman with the what, what I term the red eyes Superman. Um, you're getting it wrong. That's uh, that's not who he is. That's that's Brightburn or no, whatever. He's a good boy. 
Okay. Yeah. He's a good boy. You pat He's him a on good the head. American alien. That's right. Mm. <laughs> um, ooh, also the name of a uh, Superman miniseries written by Max Landis. It's true. So anyway. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah. Wait, uh, what, what, say that one more time. What was it called? Uh, American Alien. Oh, boy. Yeah, I forgot he did that. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to I was going to bring it up on on Let's Think About Stuff to uh, to have Stephen Reed like as yeah. it was wrapping up. But uh, I as, saw like, that the, on the app. Yeah. Back on uh, back when that was coming out, I think the last issue was on its way out. And then that's where uh, we had heard that he's uh, not a great human. Uh, so it's like, oh, you know what? Mm, we don't need to bring this up. So <laughs> yeah. we're doing it on your show. So there you go. <laughs> oh, that's totally fine. We can talk about all the Elseworld shit here. Like that's yeah, okay. re- in reality, that's what this is. It's just yeah. like it's an Elseworlds Superman. Like there's been so many, so many different times the story has actually been told in comic book form. And uh, I guess I don't know if you guys are also familiar with Irreversible. Did you guys ever know about Irreversible? It's the Mark movie. Wade book. Oh, the book, now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, oh, not uh, the rape movie. Yeah, uh, I was like, Irredeemable? Uh, Irredeemable, sorry. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. So, Steven, you, you were both right. All right. Yeah, good. So I mixed that up. It. <laughs> Irreversible, <laughs> yep. Yeah. But Irredeemable, it's the same type of thing where it's like, you know, what if Superman was bad? And yeah. uh, I've always been one of those guys, like, look, I'm a guy who defends Joker from 2019. Like, I kind of like that movie so um i'm one of those guys who likes the darker takes on things like that but not always mm-hmm. uh but yeah this is like something that i've read about for fuck it, like half my life was like when superman goes bad so i'm like i was definitely intrigued to see this film yeah. and uh when i saw it i really i really liked it actually i thought the the movie got beat up like unrelentingly like when it first came out like people were pretty ruthless on it and i've now seen it so i've watched it twice in the last 12 months <laughs> Uh, it's nice. just the reason I watched it again was to just, you know, be fresher for the show, but yeah, it definitely has gone down in my books since I saw it in the first time, but it's still just like, it's one of those fine. It's, it's yeah. fine. It's like a, yeah, they, they don't it's... do much with the story, but like that, that's like my main gripe is that it's like, there's so many things you can do with a bad Superman, but also this is like everything you would expect from a movie like this is covered in Brightburn. That's the problem, though, is that there's not more to it. It's just exactly what you'd expect. What do you think, w- Stephen? Well, I was intrigued because I uh, what I would say that they do a little bit more is uh, the Gun Brothers are very good at being very like gory on their stuff, like Slither, you know. Uh, and it's like gore so gross. Movie, yeah, and it's like that's one thing I thought Chronicle could have maybe used more of. Like they had like that teeth thing and stuff uh, that was pretty gross. But like in reality, I think if you had someone like this that had these like almost unlimited powers and they were bad you'd see some real horrific stuff and i i think they leaned into that um and i also i felt like um in particular like the the little girl that he is like in love with or whatever the mm-hmm. the neighbor girl that's all that stuff seemed like it would play out with like older teenagers like like new mutants like he'd be like 15 16 but he's like 12 and to see it be so young and him doing this stuff make mm-hmm. like ratchets up a little bit for me where I'm like, it's a little worse, it's a little grosser, uh, everything's a little more violent that way than if he was like an older teenager um, or an adult, you know? Um, and so I, I kind of liked it for that reason. And I'm not, I've only been like into comic books recently, uh, last few years. And so like, I haven't read a whole lot of stories of like a bad Superman or anything. And so this was like a pretty fresh take for me. I knew that was like out there, but um, I was like, this is a cool idea for sure. And then the way that it just gets like darker and darker, 
um that for me is kind of why like i liked this better than than chronicle was i was like man they really go there on some spots and then the fact that he like sticks around at the end in such horrific ways and stuff is also like oh they're gonna keep this it's going. what you wanted yeah, yeah it's what, what, I, what wanted. I wanted out of chronicle for that reason so i would love to see the sequel to this movie but i don't think we're ever going yeah. to but like that's yeah. i would really like to see where it goes from the, from the ending because I feel like that's where it's going to really get interesting. And obviously, he for sure had stuff planned. Uh, oh, yeah. That's gonna get just worse what's going to happen when it doesn't, you know, break the bank. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I looked, it said, like, just like Chronicle was like $12 million. It says it's estimated like 6 to $12 million for Brightburn, but it only made 32 And yeah. then Chronicle made like 130 So like Yeah, it was pretty successful. Yeah. Um, but Brightburn, yeah, I didn't really just hear a lot about it. I didn't hear good or bad, like I said, just really like my uncle. And then it just kind of like went away. And then, uh, so I was more pleasantly surprised when I finally saw it. Cause I was like, oh, this is, you know, this is pretty decent. So, yeah. Have you guys ever had the urge to put your hand in a lawnmower? Oh man, all no. the time. No, no? that's no. just to me. That's a weird thing. Is this a white people thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I heard uh, like I heard on Dr. Phil that they that there are some people who have like the urge to just like throw kids. So oh. I feel like that's well, kind of one of those things. Like, have well, you ever I heard do, of that? Or, like, I feel like them? intrusive thoughts happen, right? Where it's just like this weird, like even like being on the edge of a building that like, people will think about jumping, right? Like randomly, no suicidal oh, yeah. thoughts. I right? do They'll that all the like, time. Yeah, you just be like, what if I did that? And you're like, what the fuck am I thinking about? That's so <laughs> yeah. weird, you know? That definitely happens to me sometimes. Um, randomly, I do know two people that have had fingers uh, mangled from lawnmowers. Uh, oh. One when I was I was like four years old playing in my driveway, and a neighbor kid I heard him scream down the way, and he like had it kept going, and he like chopped off the ends of two of his fingers. Oh no! And then my father-in-law has a lawnmower story that I was like, he's a really smart man. My father-in-law is like a PhD, super fucking smart scientist dude, and he like got his finger caught in a lawnmower and i was like how there was a piece of grass on the top of it and he went to knock it off while it was still rolling and his finger got caught in the belt <gasps> and went through oh, the God. machine oh and no sliced it all up. isn't that crazy that was so, like one of my yeah. like that was one of my fears as a kid was was lawnmowers because like i can't even remember what movie it was which is so weird because i remember where oh, i was man. when i was seeing like every movie yeah. but there there was one movie Jail. where which Steven said lawnmower man. And I was like, yeah, Job. Job it is. Yeah. yeah. But no, but like there's, there was this movie. I can't even remember what it was. If there's someone listening and you know what I'm talking about, let me know. Uh, but someone runs over like a rock with their lawnmower and it shoots out the side and it like goes through someone's leg. And I remember yeah. that being like, that always terrified me because I would always like, you know, hit, everyone's hit a rock when you're, oh, when yeah. you're using the lawnmower, but I was such a little bitch boy. <laughs> but I, was, <laughs> I was terrified. Was oh, it wow. was it second to last? Um, uh, or <laughs> God damn it! I was gonna say second to final destination, but never mind. Fuck! God damn it! Close. I, Almost. I lost myself. Yeah, and he's out on first. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing! That he kicked in. <laughs> he missed the ball, and now he's running toward the parking lot. <laughs> he appears to have shat himself as well. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Like, I just think that the the violence in this movie is the best part about it for sure. Like when Badger gets fucking bites, that he curb stomps himself on a fucking oh. uh, truck wheel. So gross. Like, yeah, that's like the moment of the movie. And then there there's a bunch of those moments. Like I I'm actually like I like Roy. Like I already forget his name. 
but like his real name, but I'm talking about Roy from the office. Yeah. Obviously I don't like Roy from the office, uh, but I, I like him as, as an actor and I think he's pretty good. I think my only real beef with this movie is Elizabeth Banks. I I think she's not good in this movie. Do you like her usually? Just not yeah. this one? Yeah, okay. I do. Interesting. And I just, I think it's a little bit of like overacting mm. also not knowing what to do with the material maybe. Um, I could give it a, is, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like pretty far-fetched outlandish material. So uh, they got to make it their own. And I don't know. I just, I felt like she took me out in the movie quite a few times. Um, but I also just like, it's the, this movie I can never, did you guys in the United States, did you have that cool S that everyone drew, yeah. drew in their, in their notebooks? You know what I'm talking about, Brent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, like uh, world. Yeah. two vertical lines, three vertical lines, and then two vertical lines. And then you yeah. connect them at the top and bottom. And yeah. And then you never have to worry about getting a date ever again. Cause every girl is going <laughs> to want to hang out with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I, of those too. and like yeah. every time he's like marking the scene with the, with the blood or everything, I just picture him doing the S <laughs> I like that. I like that to like retcon. That would be a, maybe a better story where it's like, we all know that S but yeah. nobody knows where it came from. And it's like this whole time it's been a super villain, like planting it in our brains. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But there's just like, yeah, there's a ton of really cool violence in this movie. That's like the mm-hmm. best part about it in my mind. But I yeah. think uh, I don't mind. I like Elizabeth Banks a lot in general. I didn't really mind her in this, but I can totally see where she's just I mean, she's pretty much just like the typical mom. who's like, you know, um, protective of her young sort of thing. Yeah. And I like how that arc kind of plays out at the end, especially because even though the movie is really dark and violent, I didn't expect the end with her in particular, where he like. She like tries. I to like that ending. And then yeah. yeah, and then he brings her up and just drops her. It's like so fucking dark. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. just like fuck you. Um, that I really dug it. And then when the planes come in, both of these movies, by the way, have planes coming out. These little kids are learning to fly, right? Uh, but when that happened, I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it happened in Chronicle. And then I had forgotten how it ended with him like making that plane crash to cover up everything he just did. And I was like, oh my god, like he he is just so bad. Um, yeah. but I kind of, I kind of dig all that. That's like the fun part of it. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, well, the audio dropped out or something. Why did it sound weird just now? That happened to anyone else? I was just trying to get you to say something. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I've started talking. I guess I'll continue. Um, the, the scene where professional podcasters here, by the way, that's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is so um, true. Um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Oh, God. Don't, don't fuck us up. Focused. Don't fuck us up. You're on a, a major Canadian-American uh, podcast here. I don't know where Canada is. Is that by Mexico? Fuck, I don't know geography. Do they know geography? I think Anacondas know geography. Um, no, what I was going to say is the uh, the diner scene with... Um, it's like mm. uh, the girl that he likes mom that works at the diner where she gets that glass in her eyeball Ugh. and it shows it. And it's just like so detailed with her, like pulling it out of her eye. It's yeah. so like haunting to me. Like yeah. that's like such a. And it keeps going. It keeps going. It's so such much a glass. big piece of glass. Oh, oh my god! Holy shit! And then it yeah. spurts. And oh, speak okay. speaking of the girl that he, uh, the girl that he likes, like think about this. So let's circle back a little bit here. So I was suspended for five days. That's a full week for yeah. yelling fight, fight, fight. <laughs> this kid fucking shatters a little girl's yeah. hand. And he gets two days suspension. I do like that yeah, scene yeah. in the principal's office because the the little girl's mom is rightfully very upset about this. Yeah, and she's like, "He crushed her hand," and they're like, <laughs> "Boys will be boys." Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. 
like it's everybody just writes it off like well it's like no that's pretty fucked up man it's yeah. so true yeah, and then I, I wrote down the note because it was a quote that um, one of the classmates says to Brandon, he says, bro, why are you talking about maggots all the time? You must be one. And then I just pictured Pulse of the Maggots blasting. Hell yeah. <laughs> because, like, really, um, this movie is like Slipknot's Iowa, except it's not a Stone Cold masterpiece. That's right. That's true. That's wow. very true. And there's a lot of the stuff, especially growing up in a small Oklahoma town uh, before moving to the bustling metropolis of checks notes, Tulsa question mark. Okay. Um, but oh, like, Tulsa, I I've heard this... about that in Watchmen. That's true. That's true. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, beyond that, uh, growing up in a small Oklahoma town, there's a lot of imagery in this that looks like familiar to me or like close enough to like what I grew up with, where a lot of it resonated with me. So uh, I I feel like I was like, oh, they're going to this like small diner. I kind of recognize this experience. And uh, I've seen houses with like these giant ass barns behind them that look like this and all the stuff. So it was, there's a little bit of like a, a throwbacky feel to me, even though this takes place during present day. Um, so that side of it was cool because it's, it, it kind of grounded it for me mm -hmm. a little bit. And, um, yeah, like the, I guess one of the, the only things that, um, it just seemed like something like, well, we got to make this otherwise good boy, like turn evil. What are we going to do? And it's like some weird alien craft comes alive and just, I guess, programs him or reprograms him to be evil or whatever. And you just kind of have to go along with it. There's just yeah. like, not really anything you can do at that point. But um, yeah, poor Ma and Pa Kent in this one. You know, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up though, because that's especially watching these together as a double feature. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I liked Chronicle more for that part of it. That I liked yeah. it was like Dane DeHaan was like bullied. His dad was beating him. He has this horrible life. He's uh, has all this power, and he's like going through all these emotions and stuff. So he like comes and he has a terrible something. haircut. And he has a terrible haircut, which Let's obviously got him to be so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why the girls just don't go falling over, you know, for I him. Know. He's, He's Dane DeHaan. He's Dane DeHaan. Everybody knew that at yeah. the time. Super He's stupid got that. if you don't want to have exactly. sex with him. Yeah. He, He's got that. I just masturbated hair, you know? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he has the hair of the guy who jacks off in school bathrooms. Because right. every, everyone has one of those guys. Everybody has one of those guys. <laughs> Deleted scene. Need to find it ASAP. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, just leave me alone, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Release the Trank cut. Come on. We need that. Yeah. The Masturbation scene. The Trank and Wake cut. Hey. Trank and Wake cut. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but watching him, like, actually turn to that, I thought was more compelling than just the kid, like, getting this signal and it turning him. I thought it would be uh, much more interesting to see the exact same Superman story where his parents are amazing and stuff. Not so, like, awkward like they kind of are in here, but where they're, like, really trying to make him a great kid and, and you going think wrong. He's, yeah, and you think maybe even the movie, like you think like he's been saving people, but then you kind of find out later, like, oh, he was causing like he pushed that school bus over or whatever. Like you could have put more into it where you looked like he looked like he was gonna be good. Yeah. But in this, it's just like Brent said, like you kind of just have to go with it, like, oh, he's gonna be evil now, and he found these powers and he's evil. Yeah. And like I could use more there. The only thing that I can take away from that is that, like, this is just totally a ballpark guess. I have no idea if this is actually what Yerovesky was going for, but it felt like this is kind of a comment on puberty a little bit, too, mm -hmm. because, like, he just goes nuts as soon as he turns 11. And I'm like, 
you know, I saw Starship Troopers when I was 11. So I, I had experienced my first boner. Yeah. Um, so I know that like I was all downhill from there. They have co-ed. Have you seen that, Brenda? They have co-ed showers. Co-ed with showers. Denise Richards. Can you imagine oh. a co-ed shower from Undercover Brother. <laughs> yes, from... <laughs> dude. Undercover Brother came up a lot on our fantasy Oscars <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Mainly, my only thoughts on Brightburn is I really liked it when it first came out. And I still, I'm, I'm still mostly positive on it, uh, but I just do think that it does kind of the bare minimum of what is to be expected from mm-hmm. a dark Superman story because this is mm-hmm. just like I said, that's there's so many different Elseworld stories that have done this before. Um, but it still was cool to see it played on screen and it, you definitely get a ton of points when the violence is that brutal, especially in the last 20 minutes. Like I love when mm-hmm. the police officers at the door and he just like fucking throws him oh, through the yeah. fence and he's like yeah. exploding with blood and like, yeah, like we already mentioned it, but Badger for, did you guys both watch Breaking Bad? Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about when I say yeah, Badger? Yeah. Or, yeah. But when Badger, like that Badger scene is the highlight of the movie, I think like that is just so fucking rank. Yeah, and uh, even though it's like it's one of those things, like I I recently cut my finger open at work, and it was really bad, and it was like was one it of those a things where accident. It wasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. It wasn't. That's that's coming. Not this time. Yeah, it's it's lawn mowing season coming up here. So, oh, yeah. um, but no, like when I cut my finger open, it's one of those things where I was just like, oh shit, life's gonna be different now. Because like I <laughs> I sliced open like it's my guitar finger. And oh yeah. But it's one of the, oh my God. It, but it's kind of like when Badger is like grabbing on his jaw. You can just tell he's like, oh, man. oh shit. Like this yeah. is, yeah, this shit's really. Well, um, I like that you bring that up because yeah. And that scene, he like lifts up the car or the truck or whatever. And it's facing down and you think this will be bad, but you don't expect that like the steering wheel is going to like cut his jaw off his face. Yeah. And it's all so gross. And the effects are like pretty, pretty good They're there. Pretty like good, it looks pretty yeah. gross. Um, and then I love that fact because uh, if you listen to our outtakes recently, I dropped a, a drill on my hand uh, and it had stabbed me. The the drill bit had stabbed me. So I know and I've, I've cut my hand on, on a knife a few years ago as well. So like I know that feeling of like you do it and it's horrific, but it's so quick. And then you're just kind of like in reaction mode. You're like, oh, my God, that just happened to me. Like you just grab your finger or whatever, like you go with it. So even though his like jaw is off his body, he just is like. Oh man, my jaw! I gotta put yeah. that back on. Like, it's the exact emotion I feel like you would do. You would just try to like glue it back on with some gum. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I'm fine. Yeah, you know. So I, uh, I, I would be remiss if I did not point out for my own branding that uh, the the dad in this movie who plays uh, or is played by the guy who plays Roy in the Office is also the father of the Red Ranger in the 2017 Power Rangers movie. Oh, I think wow. um, people are sleeping on that probably understood it's not it's not great it's not great but it is the first hour is pretty good yeah yeah Um, i think i think it's good up until like uh what's her name like when elizabeth banks comes in honestly uh (laughs) okay so maybe maybe i don't like her she was in that movie too holy shit she was rita repulsa holy shit rita repulsa yeah and she was in a completely different movie like that movie was actually pretty good and then i remember like it's like the movie's pretty grounded and straight faced and it's actually kind of edgy and fun and then the last half hour is Kanye and Rita Repulsa. <laughs> it's just because it's like no one man should have all that power. <laughs> I love those like those thoughts. Like I wish so badly. I just want to be a fly on the wall in the writing room 
or like producing room where they're like talking about like what song should we make for this? Well, it's Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Kanye West has a song called Power. Mm-hmm. Let's put that in there. We'll put that yeah. in the scene with the uh, Krispy Kreme donuts. That's gonna be pay it. Play a pivotal role. We have to get it in at least three scenes. It's important. That, yeah, that Power Rangers movie has a lot in common with Man of Steel. It well, does. They, yeah, yeah, they've got the, the IHOP final. Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. Seven mm-hmm. Eleven. Yeah. I still haven't seen the Power Rangers reboot, but now they're rebooting it again, right? They are. Yeah. Are they so, actually? I didn't know about that. Yeah, I, I'd heard that because that one didn't really take off, and they're like, "Who was your guys' ranger? Again. Who was your ranger?" Oh wow, Brent, you need a moment. Oh, what? like, what do you mean? Like, specifically from like, like, like who, who is Power it? and I, I'm going to be honest with you. The only name I remember was Jason, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I I was always the Black Ranger. Like I had so many Black Ranger to- like toys. Like he was my favorite. I loved the Black Ranger. Oh, that's interesting. That's like, exactly what somebody who was trying to prove they weren't racist would say. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, guys, I, uh, I played the Black Ranger when I was younger. It's cool if I say it anyway. Hey, I told you I like Lakeview Terrace with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> God, I don't know that I had like nothing a, to cancel here. I liked the Green Ranger. That was like a big moment. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't, and I liked I like Jason's the wait. Is no, that Jason? He's the red one. Yeah, okay, Jason's the red one. Yeah, I liked him. I like the leaders of of things. So I liked him for that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I would uh, other leaders. Um, uh, like power, Red Power Rangers. Uh, you like Leonardo. That's your and Leonardo. Ninja yeah, that's what yeah. I thought about. Yeah. Um, favorite Gilmore Girl? No. I mean, no. my all, little niece is named Rory, so I like Rory. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I never watched Gil- Gilmore Girls, actually. Oh, I thought, okay, well, I guess it mainly would have been Brent then, who's running to oh. the Gilmore Girls song. Oh, yeah. Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Oh, sorry, that's exactly what I was meaning. Same show, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, same yeah. show. Yeah. Same show. You guys had talked uh, on that episode I was listening to, though, about Degrassi. And Degrassi is something I've never seen, but I've always heard about. Uh, and you guys seemed pretty stoked about it. At least one of the guys on there. I think you oh, were, too. We, yeah, we, we had, like, have you guys seen Turbo Kid? I haven't seen all of it. I've only seen a little bit. You had that actor on there, right? Yeah, and he's famous from Degrassi. Like, he, uh-huh. he, like it's a rite of passage around here yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to have at least gone through a Degrassi phase. I had only heard of it really through uh, Kevin Smith. He used to mention it yeah. on like various stand-ups or whatever, you know. He was in him and Jason Mewes were in I think two episodes of Degrassi. Yeah, yeah. I owned them on DVD, digital <laughs> video disc. <laughs> oh, DVD. Okay. That's Got the it. question: Is is Brightburn a good movie? Did Kevin Smith post a selfie of him crying after he watched Brightburn? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to know. It's hard to say. There's so many. Uh, it's hard to tell. I get a lot of them mixed up because it's not like he's holding the you know box cover in his hand. Crying it. Listen, man, I liked WandaVision just as much as the next guy. But holy fuck, posting a picture of you crying after WandaVision. Let's calm down a little here. Yeah, he does that I over everything. He's just very, you know, he smokes. I love him. Now. He's very emotional after his heart attack. He's just like letting yeah. it loose, man. Yeah. It's, he's he's what I hope to be one day because like there's so many things that I love that I I like kind of feel it in where I like if I had a heart I feel like I would feel emotions there but uh, I'm just not quite to that point where I could like cry about it but like yeah. just being so passionate about something that it brings you like moves you to tears that's just like wow I would love mm. to like be there someday because I don't you know I honestly don't have it in uh, my marriage um, 
but you know, something, <laughs> something I'm working through. But uh, you know, uh, pop culture would would be a nice uh, uh, a nice uh, that uh, consolation prize, I guess. That mm. happened to me after the Force Awakens. Like I, <laughs> I was, I was a big fan of the Force Awakens, and just oh, like yeah. I, was, I cried multiple times throughout that movie. Like, interesting. Holy fuck. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But uh, no, it, did you listen? To, like, were you guys ever Fat Man on Batman people? Did you listen I, to I, I you still, Batman fans? I still yeah, listen I, to that. Yeah, yeah, I really like them. Now. I love Mark Bernardin. Um, yeah, but what was it? No, who was the guy? They kept the guy who wrote Heart of Ice, like the Batman animated series uh, episode with Sub Zero. And, or Mr. Freeze, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sub-Zero. Uh, Sub-Zero. I'm seeing Mortal Kombat tomorrow and I can't wait. I'm hey, so excited. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. we're going we're gonna to do that this weekend, Brent? Yeah, this, this weekend. Uh, so the next episode, uh, next Tuesday's episode of Let's Talk About Stuff will be on uh, uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie and the Fuck, original yeah. one. Yeah. Yes, so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> you got to spit in Annihilation in there, though. You got to do Annihilation. I as wonder well. if I have enough time to... to watch it, but yeah, I want to. Yeah. yeah. Steven? Yeah. I've seen the Snyder Cut four times. <laughs> it's kind of like your, your motivational poster. If I can do this. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm that. This. That's my version of the cat hanging from the tree saying, yeah. hang in there. It's Mitch hanging on his couch watching the Snyder yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. One more time. <laughs> Well, Brent and I talked about, I was a huge fan of the 95 movie growing up, like the soundtrack, especially oh, growing up. Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen Annihilation since it came out because I didn't really care for it. But I'm like, I need to get that another shot now. It's been oh, a yeah. long time. So those are both so much fun. But the the first one, oh, man, I'm I'm super excited to hear that episode and hear what you guys think. Yeah, uh, fun. I'm excited for the new movie. I've been hearing good things so far. So yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, awesome. Well, this was a ton of fun. You guys, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, for man. So I'm sorry it took so long. Um, oh, like I no. said, we just had to work our way to the bottom. We had to yeah. get everyone else. We, we know our rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's good. I'm no, just glad no. that we could finally do this. Yeah. And uh, all of the all that bullshit out of the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of both of you guys, and I'm I feel lucky to call you guys buddies and friends. And I hope we can meet together in person someday. Like you know, I, I got know, to meet, yeah, I got to meet Andy and Bianca and Lana and everything, okay. but. All right. Uh, oh, oh I did. Okay. Wow. Such a nerve. Such a brown <laughs> ass nerve. Damn. Guess what I found today? Guess what I found today? Well, I was, was getting the card. Yes, I was. Yep. I was digging for my taxes. I was trying to find my tax return, and uh, I came across the the card that Andy and Bianca brought for me, and it has like a big le- message from Stephen in it, and I was just like, oh, I remember, like, man, I cried that day. Like when wow, I got that, that was such a cool gift. Yeah, it's such a cool gift. And like to yeah. see all the people that I've talked to, like, you know, online or listen to their podcasts, <laughs> like all at least all the important people. Interesting. All the white ones. OK, <laughs> I get it. I get it. I read between the lines. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Man, I, I thought about that the other day. I was like, yeah, when Andy came to town, we, I took him to this place. We went to this place and Brent wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And it yeah. was nice. Good times. <laughs> what I hear. Yeah. Well, maybe he's maybe he saw Watchmen. Mmm. <laughs> he's like, can't go Not there. At that point. Not at that point. <laughs> no, he just was like Oklahoma Oklahoma. Like, mm. Yeah. Not going up there. No. All right. Well, I just realized that's 1052 for you guys. It's it's late at night. So uh we're gonna close up shop here. But where can Wait. people follow Let's Talk About Stuff and you guys individually? Are we not going Snyder Cut length? Because I thought we were doing another hour oh, yeah. and eight minutes. You know, I mean, if you want to do that, I can go take a quick leak and then we can continue. 
<laughs> I was gonna say, we'll need another break. Yeah, yeah. Pee out your butt real quick, and then come back. We'll oh, start yeah. this whole thing up again. Yeah. Um, can I just say real quick uh, before we we uh, do the plugs? Uh, I think it's funny that in both of these like dark Superman esque uh, coming of age young person superpower movies, both of these movies are like they have a lot of like violence and some gore and there's a lot of like evil shit that happens, but also both of them are way more charming and humorous than man of steel, <laughs> a Superman film. So, Holy fuck. Yeah. You're totally that's a right. great point. Yeah. There is it, a lot is more heart point. in, in these, like there's yeah. way more heart in Chronicle than like, I'll just say like, I, so I think I'm in the minority here. I like Chronicle a little bit more than Brightburn. Um, mm. Right. But I've also, I think I'm, I'm, seeing Brightburn too close together. Like uh, the only reason yeah. I did it again uh, was to just refresh myself for the show. But I, I, I got to go off the way I felt when I walked out of the theater. And when I walked out of the theater for Brightburn, I was a fan. I really liked it. And I definitely think like, if you haven't seen it yet and you're into this kind of dark superhero shit, or if you just want a light fun time, but you don't want to watch man of steel, like Brent said, you can mm-hmm. just watch Brightburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Chron- Chronicle is a pretty crazy movie. They're both I think, crazy. I think Brightburn could like on cable or whatever. I think it could like gain an yeah. audience there, you know, yeah. like it seems like there's there's something for people to latch on to. Like people are so familiar with the Superman um, like origin at this point, And maybe they just like didn't go out to theaters to see this because they thought they would catch it on TV or streaming somewhere. So maybe it'll have like a second audience there. But um, yeah, maybe that that's something that'll happen in the future. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. I, I like I could see it put on TBS Superstation right Ooh, after funny. Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> Characters welcome. Wait, is that the right one? Which one is it? <laughs> we did it. Um, let's talk about stuff. LTAS Pod on. Oh yeah, we should probably see yeah, those things. On, on Twitter and Instagram. This is where Steven scrambles to pull up the show notes. But <laughs> I got my script up, Brent. I, when <laughs> well, he said, I was like, did, I gotta pull it up. You did it I'm... for their show, but not ours. No, well, I got up when Mitch said it. He was like, you should plug those. And I was like, I have no idea how to find myself on the internet, how to find us. I got to know. And it's not in the show notes. We can't say that this time. So uh, anytime Steven needs to. It will be in the show notes. Well, there you go. go. Perfect. Anytime Steven needs to log into Twitter, he's like, oh, uh," he pats himself down. He's like, oh, uh, I don't know where my keys are. I tell him, like, Steven. You don't use keys for Twitter. You I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. He does classic shrug emoji emoji. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. Steven, do you want to do your your social media? Yeah, you can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. This was a ton of fun. I hope you guys had a good time. Oh, and, it was uh, a blast, man. Thank you so much for having us. This was great. Yeah, this will happen again. We'll we'll, we'll do one awesome. that's not a superhero show, but I, I definitely wanted like to to break the Eltas cherry on the on the terror table. I wanted to do something superhero related. So I think this was a success. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. We smashed cool. that smashed yeah. that cherry all over that steering wheel. Just oh. the bottom jaw of that cherry is just laying on the ground, <laughs> trying to hold it up to our faces. Yeah. Now, Mitch, when you say you used to like the Black Ranger, what is it? Why, why such emphasis on that? I mean, I used to put my Black Ranger toy out my ass. Well, thank oh, you guys wow. so much for listening to another episode of the Terror Table, and we will see you guys next week. Toodles. <laughs>